Hello everybody and welcome back to Behind the Plays. We are here with week uh, our recaps for week 3 and 4 and our predictions for week 5 plus some because we have some other things we want to discuss. Obviously this is a football podcast uh, for Behind the Plays. I am not alone as always. I'm here with Mr. Eric. How are you doing today? I am just thriving. I'm living the dream. You know what? Every time you keep like you keep escalating the thriving, like you're like thriving. I'm living it. Like, well, you want to know the truth? It's beautiful. Until today, until today, I had lied every single time, and I think you know why I'm not lying this time. Because I I imagine you're not lying for the same reason. You're right. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dovetown, USA, now population Denver Broncos and Philadelphia Eagles. So we're chilling. A fun fact for me. I was in Orlando. My girlfriend lives there. I should be moving there soon. Um, but that's something huge is I we we um we took a week off, obviously. You didn't see the podcast for a week because of me being in Florida, so that's why we had a couple predictions there. So fun fact about that. Whenever I'm in Florida visiting, the Eagles have never lost. They're like the but, Kyle A of the NFL. I kid you not. That's a really obscure reference that nobody's going to get. I know no one's going to get it, but we got it. <laughs> but, like, for real, it dates back, like, a little bit, too. Like, every game I'm like, we're going to lose this game. And then I go to Florida and we win, and I'm like, um, fly, Eagles, fly? <laughs> like, I don't know how to – I don't even know how to, like, put um, it into LFG? words. It's crazy. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's so weird. I'm like, cool, I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> But, yeah, so I thought that was very interesting. Um, And, yes, I even count the fact that we tied as not an L, you know? So, just saying, it's not an L. Um, Yeah, messing up my sheet, all my data (laughs) tracking, because the Eagles don't know how to win a football game. Yes, uh, we're going to get to that, because I actually have a lot to talk about that game, and I have a lot to say about that game, because I was was spectating that game, and it was very interesting to spectate that game. Yeah, I got plenty for for Broncos Week 4. I got not a lot for Week 5. Or week three, um, week three. I have actually quite a bit for week four as well. Um, honestly, with more than just the Eagles game, I, I actually got the opportunity because I was on vacation to actually sit down and watch a lot of football games. I was on my phone. I had stuff on TV. Like, it was nice and chill day. Got to watch some football games on Sunday. So that was really awesome. Um, very excited to actually go over these games this week. Uh, you ready to just dive into it? Let's go. Let's do it. Let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just jump right in. First and foremost, uh, yeah, Dolphins-Jags. Um, a little upset about that game. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Dolphins we both picked the Jags up. to win, so I would be upset too. Yeah, Dolphins showed up though. Like what, they won 31-13 or something like that? Yeah, the Dolphins, I mean, if you, I watched that game from start, mostly start to finish. And the Dolphins looked really, really good, which is uncharacteristic of the Dolphins, I would suppose. Right, and um, we keep... I keep thinking, you know, hey, it's time to put in Tua, time to put in Tua, it's time to put in Tua, and then Fitzmagic does that, and that's why he continues to start games. And I just, <laughs> I just yeah, I mean, I mean, it's you know? it's hard for the Dolphins to move off of Ryan Fitzpatrick when he's playing. So I, I think it's the same thing that happened with Ryan Tannehill when he was in Miami. It's like, yeah, like Ryan Tannehill was doing enough to not lose his job, and I right. mean, obviously, it's a different story in in Tennessee, but of course. It, it's very similar. Like, they have no reason to pull out Ryan Fitzpatrick right now. I mean, obviously, they lost on, in week four, but that's to a very good team. Like, I don't blame Ryan Fitzpatrick for that. And, like, and they yeah. kept it close, too. Like, 
So, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick in the last two weeks has played really well. Um, he threw a lot of picks uh, in week four, but, like, the, the Dolphins' defense and the rest of the Dolphins' offense really kept them in the game. Yeah. I mean, they only the, lost by, like, a touchdown or something like that in week four. They lost, 20, they lost 23 to 31. So, yeah, by eight. Yeah, um, that was close. So, I mean, it was a one-score game for sure in week, in week four. But, like, the thing about the Dolphins is that I feel like a lot of people were still really high on the Dolphins at the end of last season just because it's like I, it feels like they're missing pieces, and the second they get these pieces in free agency and in the draft, they'll be a decent team. And then week one and two, they fell flat, and everybody was just like, yeah, nobody really – yeah, Dolphins are Dolphins. It's the Dolphins, yeah. But, yeah, they have no re- – I mean, I, I there's no on-paper reason why we shouldn't have believed the Dolphins would be like this in the first place. Right, but they also played the Patriots and the Bills week one and two, you know? Exactly. So they're playing bad teams. It's like the Texans case. Like, they opened the season with the Chiefs and the freaking Ravens. And then they have to play the next team who's also undefeated in the Steelers. And then they go and play the the Vikings. But, like, that one I'll give them a no excuse for. But the first three weeks, it's like, you played three undefeated teams and two of them are the best two teams in football. Like, yeah. I mean, and I think if anybody deceived us this year, it was the Jaguars. Just because they had that week one win against the Colts. Who honestly, the Colts have showed up the the next three weeks, and the Colts have looked really good. Uh, yeah, uh, we are, I have some stuff to talk about the Colts. We'll Ex- to yeah, that, so I think yeah, the Jaguars honestly probably week one was a fluke, and I I think the Jaguars are one of the worst. Te- well, not one of the worst, but one of the not. They're at the bottom probably twenty percent of the NFL, right? Agreed. Yeah, it's like, kind of depressing. Uh, yeah, I do think Garner Minshew is still a redeeming quality for that team. I mean, um, I, th- I think he's fun for sure. I don't think he's the solution long term, unfortunately. No, I don't either. Like that dude knows uh, how to sling a football for sure, but uh, and I-, I think he has good leadership qualities, but it's just something isn't there. Like, you- like quarterbacks have to have so- like that something special, you know? I got you, but he doesn't have. It, that. Yeah, and I-, I mean, yeah, I- we thought we had it, it week one, and this then is we gonna sound like the dumbest the dumbest thing ever, but really, like quarterbacks have to know how to win, and the Jaguars aren't. Like, yeah. and I don't think. It'll reflect on Gardner Minshew before it reflects on the rest of the team, and that's just the truth of being a quarterback more than okay. more than being Gardner Minshew. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's that's enough for me for that team. I think the Dolphins actually showed up this game, and that was really not really good for them as mm-hmm. a whole. Um, then we have 49ers Giants. I have absolutely no things to say about this game other than the fact that the Giants are up for worst team in the league. The, I mean, the Giants lost to the 49ers C team and and yeah. got dominated at home by the 49ers C team. And they lost what? Let me let me find that game. We I mean, to be fair, if anything, this was actually more of a home game for the 49ers, given that the 49ers played in that stadium the week before and the Giants did not. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, in the weirdest way possible, it kind of was a home game for the 49ers. But, I mean, it's still, like, the 49ers C team came out and destroyed the Giants. And, like, yeah. and we and we see, I mean, if we glance slightly into the future and we see in week four what the 49ers C team does to a, against a team that's better than the Giants. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I, exa- given the context that we have week four already, this reflects very poorly on the Giants. Very much. I, it, again, it argues that they're probably the worst team in football. They let Nick Mullins... Sling 25 for 36 and 343 yards on them. Mm-hmm. Granted, I will give you the fact that Daniel Jones is your leading rusher right now. 
Yeah, I mean, without Saquon, like, this Giants offense isn't isn't generating anything. Like, like the Giants don't have a very good defense. The Giants don't have very good weapons outside of Saquon. The Giants don't have a very good O-line. Like, the Giants don't have a whole lot going for them. Yeah, they don't have a lot. So, we'll see see how that reflects in the future. But, honestly, I can't really give them too much, like, hate this season because Saquon out kind of sucks. But, like... Yeah. They need they need to develop. They have a lot of young guys, and I think that's going to help them a lot in development. But they need to win some games in order to feel better about themselves because they definitely need it. Um, moving right along, we have the Washington football team and the Cleveland Browns. Um, honestly, same scenario. Browns won by two touchdowns, but, like, the Browns were losing this game up until the fourth quarter. Or, well, they were winning, then they gave up a 10-point lead, then were losing, and then they won the fourth quarter. They literally 17-0'd them in the fourth quarter. I mean, I think that I think that reflects very highly on, on the new head coach, Kevin Stefanski. Like, he stick to the game plan. Uh, clearly, the Browns, they are a, a rush-first team. Like, they have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, like, two of the best rushers in the league right now. And mm-hmm. if, in the, in, not only are they two of the best running backs in the league, one of them is one of the best kickers in the league, too. <laughs> not funny well okay. i'm laughing wait okay. what i don't hear you i'm, I'm sorry chuckling. <laughs> i'm like what like i was like kicker wait what i was like oh no <laughs> yeah i went there um no i mean the browns kevin stefanski i think brought a lot of maturity to the browns like the browns are the laughing stock of the nfl in this you know this century right and I think it comes that comes with like a little bit of the swagger, like when OBJ got there and Jarvis Landry got there, and it kind of felt like this is a new Browns worth the shit, and then they're not, and it, everything kind of falls apart. I think Kevin right. Stefanski brought a lot of maturity to this. I think he's doing the best things possible with Baker Mayfield, given that I mean Baker Mayfield, he looks like a game manager. I mean he has the talent to be a really good quarterback, but right now he's managing the game, and it doesn't matter. The Browns are winning. Yeah, they went 16 of 23 for 156 yards, and Nick Chubb ran for 108 yards and two touchdowns. Baker Mayfield even threw for two touchdowns. Like, they yeah, well, forced I mean, three interceptions on Dwayne Haskins, and I believe they recovered a fumble as well off of him or something like that. Yeah. Like, Baker isn't impressive, but Baker's doing— It was doing... off the receiver, sorry. Okay. Um, but Baker isn't impressive, but Baker's doing enough. And that's I think that's a good start for Baker, given that he had a terrible sophomore slump after looking really good his rookie year. I mean, right now, I think this is a way to ease Baker into it. Like, they have a clear rush-first offense. Their defense is good enough. The uh, Browns' O-line looks virtually repaired. Like, they had a terrible O-line last year. They had a great interior last year, but uh, their tackles were just very were very questionable. Like, I know they were moving around, guys around a lot with the tackle mm. positions last year, but they drafted a tackle, and I want to say the first or second round this year's draft, and their O-line looks very solid right now. They're doing they're, Baker Mayfield's getting a lot of time. Their rushing attack is is crazy good right now. Like obviously, we're gonna get. To I that. don't think they're the single best rushing team in the NFL, but the single best rushing team in the NFL only has one guy doing it. The Browns have two. So like and the, OBJ to be fair. Yeah, and, and, and OBJ looked really good. <laughs> we, we saw against the Cowboys. Which I can't like, wait. Ke- yeah, I, yeah. Kevin Stefanski is getting ways is is getting the offense going. Like the, the rushing attack looks good. He's getting OBJ the ball, which not only is objectively a good strategy given that he's one of your best players, but it also keeps OBJ happy and it keeps him in Cleveland like long term. 
And it's they're getting W's in the process. Exactly. That's so, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Stefanski, he brought a lot of maturity to this Cleveland team, and Cleveland is looking really, really good right now. Yeah, like the really the like the NFC North could be one of the better di- or the AFC North, excuse me. The AFC North could be one of the better divisions in football right now, given that's the worst team in in the league. Like they have an excuse why they're the worst team in the league, or the worst team yeah. in the division. I I said league. Yeah, they literally have three teams with three wins. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So that, that that's just crazy in itself. Like, um, moving right along to a another NFC. East, least <laughs> team. Uh, we have the Bengals taking on the Eagles. Um, this one's all me, isn't it? Yeah, go. I set you free. <laughs> Quarter one, two, and three. Quarters one, two, and three. Um, all right. First and foremost, I, I I'm gonna just say this about the Philadelphia Eagles because I think the Eagles kind of kind of struggling in a very certain category and that's the offensive line um i believe we've gone through this is i think we started our third left tackle at this point um i'm talking week four um going into week five we had we started the season with andre dillard right he got hurt before the season started right out for here then we moved jason peters who we re-signed to play left guard because we didn't have one to help Andre Dillard adjust to the new, you know, O-line. Because he's, he's a second-year kid, and he's starting for basically the first time. I guess mm-hmm. he started a little bit his rookie year, but, like, this is his, like, he knows it's his role now. Um, he gets hurt. He's down. Uh, we picked up Eagles left tackle. I don't even know the dude's name. That's how bad it is. Jordan Malata? Malata? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. (laughs) Trust me. I'm trying to figure it out, too, at this point. He's starting at left tackle right now. Matt Pryor's our starting left guard, who was supposed to be Jason Peters, which he's – Matt Pryor's not terrible. Jason Kelsey is the only one who starts and is healthy on this. (laughs) Lane Johnson has been in and out. Uh, and don't get me started on Nate Herbig, because he's actually our starter, but he pissing me off. Um, the Eagles should have won this football game. But, out of Carson Wentz and Joe Burrow, I never thought I'd ever say this in my lifetime. Joe Burrow outplayed Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz threw for 225 yards, two INTs, to the Bengals. Had a touchdown in there, uh, but he also had a like very clutch rushing touchdown. By the way, we'll get to that. But this is like first three quarters, like rough. Joe Burrow threw two TDs, but for the first three quarters, the Eagles are losing seventeen. I think seventeen sixteen, or something like that. Bang, Bengals get a couple field goals. It's twenty three sixteen. Carson Wentz actually does good, drives us all the way up the field, and. Punches in the greatest game-tying running touchdown I've ever seen in my life, by the way. Phenomenal. Like, I, that was like a – that's my quarter. Like, they, they fought back. They got an OT. Then Carson Wentz looked like a boss, right? This is the Carson Wentz we know. This is like MVP caliber Carson Wentz, right? You don't have your receivers that you normally have. You know what you're doing. You're, you're, you're running your offense properly. First three quarters, everyone looked trash. Fourth quarter overtime, defense showed up, held to two field goals, held them to two field goals. 
Carson Wentz decided to actually play football. Uh, receivers were catching passes. Miles Sanders put up almost 100 yards. He didn't get it in the end zone, but he put up almost 100 yards rushing. Um, Wentz put up 65 yards rushing. Like, the Eagles team is is was playing so bad. From, from quarter three of the Cincy game and before, playing in the weeks one and two and one, they were playing probably some of the worst football. I think Carson Wentz leads the league in interceptions right now. Don't quote me on that. Wouldn't shock me. Right. He's averaged like two interceptions a game. He only threw one in the week four, which, thank God, and it was an accidental interception, so I'm not mad at him for that one. Um, not too mad at him. But he, like, leads the league in interceptions right now, which is terrible. We don't need that. We lead the league in also turnovers, which is also terrible. But we also lead the league in, like, sacks. And I'm like, I don't know whether this defense is good or bad. Like, this is this is frustrating because we're giving up, like, 30 points, but we're averaging, like, five sacks a game or some craziness like that. So, the thing is we're not forcing turnovers. That's the biggest thing. But they looked like an atrocious team. They looked like they had no identity. They didn't look like they knew what they were doing. They would get in the end zone, get, get like, close, and then give up a bunch of points and never do anything else, right? This game... It was the same scenario. Week four, quarter four rolls around, and I'm like, well, here we go again. We lost the lead. Didn't do what we were supposed to do. Now we're going to lose the football game, right? Right, Eagles? Then Carson Wentz shows up. Tied the game. Punches it in. I think Zach Ertz got in the end zone early in the game. He got him going finally. Um, Miles Sanders got to go, got going a little bit. Didn't find the end zone, but was getting those big rushes that we know Miles Sanders is good for like he did last year. Overtime rolls around. We get the ball first, quick three and out. Defense shows up, boom, turn up. Like, we, we forced the punt. When I tell you Carson Wentz pushed the ball all the way up the field, he, like, got it all the way up, then scrambled for a first down, like a 12-yard first down. It was like a third and 12, right? Like, it was some nonsense. He scrambled for a first down, got us within field goal range. Like, it was like, it was, we were on, like, the 25, 30-yard line, right? That's plenty, of, that's plenty of range for Jake Elliott to make this field goal. Holding. Mr. Nate Herbig. 10-yard penalty. Pushback. Cool? Cool. False start. None other than Mr. Nate Herbig. 5-yard penalty. Now it's like 3rd and... Instead of 3rd and... Like, 1st down, going. It was 3rd and 12. Now 3rd and 22. 3rd and 27. And we're like, oh, well, good job, guys. Now you screwed up. Don't get the 1st down. Punt. We get the ball back. Have another opportunity to push it up the field, right? Get it all the way up. Get all the way in field goal range. Fourth and two. And then they're like twiddling. They're not in field goal range yet. We like literally get the first down. We're in field goal range. Then they start like twiddling their thumbs. Don't know what happened. Ended up getting a delay game penalty. Then another penalty after that. And it was ended up being fourth and seven. I think it was another holding call. Fourth and 17. Or some other call. I don't remember what happened. Fourth and 17 rolls around. They decide to punt it with 19 seconds left. And I'm like, why didn't you just go for it? Like, what do you have to lose at this point? We're not in field goal range for them. Literally, at the end of the day, you end with a tie either way. So why would you punt the football, you know? Mm-hmm. There was no timeouts left for either team. It would have been really hard for Cincy to get off a play. But I guess knowing Joe Burrow, he, how he was playing that game, he probably would have gotten it. Um, I think... I think that Carson Wentz showed that he could play football. His offensive line choked the game for him. I hate to say it. Like, Nate Herbig kind of kind of, kind of sold. Like, that holding call literally sold us the game, and it was unfortunate. Um, but that's what I mean. The Eagles should be 2-2 two and two right now, no, personally speaking. There should be no ties. Cincy should be 1-3. and three. 
The Eagles should be 2-2 two two with, surprisingly, a comfortable division lead. Um, <laughs> and, like, they should be chilling. But no. No, 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 no. Nate Herbig, holding call, lost us the game. Or didn't lose us the game. But you know what Certainly I mean, didn't right? help. It didn't help. We should have won that football game. So that's all I have to say about the Eagles. Nate Herbig, I, our offensive line is struggling. But I will say, homeboy at left tackle, he looked really good in week four. I'm excited for him for the future. And if Andre Dillard doesn't know how to stay healthy, uh, he can get cut because this guy's nice. They, well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh, I, Joe Burrow is a beast, by the way. Joe Burrow is insane. Like, he, he, he was he, – I don't – Joe Burrow looks better than a lot of professional football players. Like, I understand he's a professional football player, but, like, he looks better than people that have been there for a couple of years. Like, yeah. like, he looked better than Carson Wentz for three quarters. He looks better than Gardner Minshew. He looks better than give – me, give, me give me a list. He looks better than Daniel Jones. He looks better than uh, – uh, 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 Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Uh, okay, I wasn't going that far. Baker actually looks kind of nice right now. <laughs> like Tom Brady. Than... Uh, hold on. Wait. <laughs> I'm just shouting out names. Uh, like he looks good, and it surprised me how well he's at, like well he's come into his own in the league so far on a team that we know is not that good. Mm-hmm. I've seen his pocket collapse, and he makes plays, and I'm like, that is a professional quarterback. <laughs> this is week three, sir. You're not supposed to be doing this. You're a rookie. But he's balling out. I, I give Joe Burrow a lot of props for what's happening. Like, they are losing games, but he is internally winning games, if that makes sense. He deserves more props. Just for Joe sure. Burrow looks great. All right. You, you, got, it out of your, you, got, you, you got it out of your system? Yeah. We okay. allowed Joe Mixon not to run on us, which was a positive. Yeah, so he's on my nice. fantasy team, so. I know all about it. <laughs> that was that was we we it was very interesting. All right. Um, next up in the week was Patriots beating the Raiders thirty six to twenty. Um, yeah, Raiders were a foe two and O team. Yo, one thing I have to say. One thing I do have to say. Yes, mm-hmm. they're phony. Can we talk about Cam Newton? Yes. <laughs> He's sure, amazing. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about actually. Oh, you right. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, I mean, Cam Newton looks looked really good against the Raiders. Like he looked, he looked good against the Dolphins week one. He looked good against the Seahawks week two. He looked great against the Raiders week three. I love it. What I tell you, Cam Newton's looking like he wants to play football. He didn't even rush. He ran for twenty-seven yards. Mm-hmm. He didn't run much. He threw 160. Like, he didn't do a lot. Sony Michelle ran for 117. But he completed 17 to 28 passes and had a TD. Like, Cam Newton looking nice. Like, yeah. he's looking – like, he's, he's fitting into the system way better than I thought he was going to. Yep. I'm – yeah, I mean, it, 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 that – that it's it's incredible how the Patriots have pivoted so hard on Cam Newton and, and how, how much they're succeeding with him right now. I love it. And I yeah, I love it too. I think it's it's great not only for Cam but for the Patriots too. Yeah, it's really good for both of them. And that means I mean if if all goes well, they're going to have a quarterback for another potential decade at this point, right? How old is Cam Newton? Uh I mean, he was drafted in 2011, so he's probably got to be at least like 29. He's 31. Yeah. Yeah, they got him for potentially a decade. <laughs> well, maybe like 5 years. I mean, I mean, with Cam's playstyle, with Cam's playstyle probably like 5 years, yeah. Yeah, like I was like, wait, it's play style yeah, five years. Yeah, because they know we 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 know dang sure their backups ain't gonna be there. 
Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, Brian Hoyer. <laughs> God, I, I forgot. Brian Hoyer. I don't know what about it is about Brian Hoyer, but he's like, he always pops up in the weirdest places, and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot about Brian Hoyer. <laughs> New England, you're starting. Huh? Yeah, it, it's like it was like, like Josh McCown before him. Like it's and you know all these like random Ryan Fitzpatrick. Back- Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's like all these random backups that just like come out of nowhere, and you're like, you forget about them. Right, exactly. Hey, I'll, uh, uh, do you watch uh, what's that show called? Um, Gridiron Heights. Yes. The most recent one was about uh, was with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua. They're on like a lo- like a love boat sort of, you know, like the tunnel of love sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, when I was in Denver, he's like, wait, I I was never in Denver. Have I really never played for the Broncos? <laughs> and, and I'm just like, same God. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that was fun. Have I really that never played for the Broncos? <laughs> Love it. Um. Anyways, yeah, Cam looks good. Uh, Raiders don't look good. Yeah, fake 2-0 team. Yeah. They looked good. Now they don't look good. Yep. We'll see how it goes. So, I mean, we'll and, and, and it shows week four how much the Patriots miss Cam. It really does. It does. Like, so, yeah, the Patriots are going to be have an interesting road, for sure. Luckily, week five... <laughs> they play the Broncos. That is true. So but Cam Newton might also not play. So who exactly, knows it, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting for sure. We'll talk more about that when we get to Week Five predictions because I'm about to make the hottest take of 2020. I am so ready for it. All right. Uh, Anyways, Bears uh, Falcons. The, I love this. One. You want to know what's crazy? Um, I was listening to the podcast last week, like at, after uh-huh. you uploaded it, because I don't know, I don't know how I missed it, but I was I remember listening to it like a few days after it had come out. After right. this, after this week had already happened, this game had already been played. Uh huh. And I remember you said the Bears will win because the Falcons will falcon. <laughs> and the Falcons falconed. <laughs> Did that actually? Yo, yeah. is it my turn to be a prophet? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you said this. You said the Bears will win this game because the Falcons falcon will falcon, and, and the Falcons falcon. Oh my Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the Falcons to win this game because I'm like, there's no way the Falcons falcon three weeks in a row. And then the Falcons Falcon three weeks in a row. Yo, I got I got three words for you. Can you guess what those three words are? No. Big. Dick. Nick. I, f- I feel like I should have guessed that actually. I love it. I love Nick I mean, Foles' yeah, success this week. week. It was week great. three in particular. The Bears looked good exclusively with, with, week with, three with Nick Foles at the helm for sure. Um, I feel like Matt Nagy was literally just waiting for an excuse to take Mitch Trubisky out. Like it kind of felt like. Like, the fact that he did it so quickly. like I, mean, I don't think so. Mitch threw, like, two interceptions. Yeah, Mitch also had, like, the most terrible week one of all time. Like, why now? True. I feel like Matt Nagy has been waiting to take Mitch out forever, and it, maybe it was, like, like the GM or somebody didn't was like, no, you can't. Like, I refuse to let you. And Mitch only threw one interception. Yeah, the, the second Matt Nagy had an excuse, he was ready to go with Nick Foles. Yeah. Like, I feel like Matt Nagy has been ready to start Nick Foles this whole season. Yeah, honestly, but hey, it worked. It yeah. worked in their favor this week. Um, so the Falcons yeah. falconed, right? Yeah. And the Bills almost falconed. And they almost did. And like, it was actually straight up 20, 28 to three. It was twenty eight to three and before they won the Rams the football game. They yeah, the Bills five to thirty two. The Bills ended up winning this game, but at one point the Bills were winning twenty eight to three, and the Rams started to come back. And at one point we're winning the game, and. Yeah, there's a pass interference call that probably should have been called there, right? But right. 
I mean, the Bills came back and won it, and Josh Allen was super clutch. Like, Josh Allen looked good for 90% of this game. Like, Josh Allen is has made giant leaps this season, which is great, because that's another Mountain West quarterback. So I love me my Mountain West players in general, especially I, when they're big I names like this. I have a hot take about Josh Allen. I think he is a top five MVP candidate this season. And I don't know if that's necessarily a hot take. I think he could be a candidate for sure. Does he win it? I don't think he's of, winning it. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think he wins it ahead of people like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. But he's he, like certainly he's up in there consideration. Right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Bills are keeping are continuing to roll. Their defense has been a little bit lackluster and disappointing compared to what I thought they would be. But I mean, Josh Allen is keeping them in games. They're four and zero. Like the, the Bills look keep really rolling. good. Yeah, keep rolling at this point. The Bills are looking fun. Looking exciting, and they're going to keep doing their thing, I think. They almost falconed, but it's the Rams, and the Rams would be undefeated if they didn't lose this game. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, the Rams are a good team. So, it, yeah. It, so it, yeah. If there's one team you're going to lose a lead to, at least it's a team that's not the Bears. Yeah. Uh, and exclusively the Cowboys because you stared at an onside kick. Anyway, <laughs> Steelers, Texans. I have expected so much more from the Texans this season, and I have not received it yet. Uh, Granted, they only lost by a touchdown, and they had to play the Steelers. But, like, give me something in the second half. You didn't do anything in the the, second half. I don't – maybe I must have, like – I must have missed this offseason. When did the Texans get, like, all these players? Like, the Texans receiving – Randall Cobb? Yeah, the Texans receiving core is just a bunch of number twos. Did you know that Brandon Cooks is also on the Texans? Because I didn't. Yeah. I – we we talked about that when we were drafting for fantasy. Me and Alpha, we were like, Brandon Cooks? Randall Cobb. Yeah, Brandon Cook, huh? Randall Cobb, and Will Fuller is the Texans' receiving core right now. Yeah, like, they have that a feels bunch like, of number two. It, it's just like receivers. a weird collection of number two guys. I thought that was interesting. I mean, hopefully, looking ahead into the future, hopefully it's Bill O'Brien is the reason the Texans were doing so terrible. I think it was. But listen, the Texans were winning this game twenty-one to seventeen going into the half. Right. The second half was exclusively. I kid you not. First drive, three and out. Second drive, three and out. Third drive, this is the third quarter. They had a really nice pass to Will Fuller for 14 yards. Got uh, He got sacked during this drive. A 34-yard pass. Then threw an interception. Like, you know? It was like, oh, you had a good drive going. 42 yards, eight play, INT. Fuck. Like, yeah. Then the next, 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 the only drive they got in the fourth quarter, the only one they got was a three and out. They had three three and outs and an interception in the second half. You got to do better. You have to do better. You lost by one touchdown. Like, you were so close to being better. You could have won this game. You just couldn't get anything going. Mm-hmm. It's not like the defense didn't play well. They only gave up, what, like 10 points? 11 points? They gave up a field goal? And, I mean, like a touchdown, but that was after an interception. Uh, it was 80-yard drive. Still! Like, you know, like... Defense played well, except for the fact. I guess the fourth quarter didn't play so well. The defense did. The defense did enough to win this game. The offense didn't. That's my thing. Yeah, I mean, te- I remember that one because I remember the tech. I was watching the Texans to see if they would actually pull it off, and I was like, the Texans. Sure, they, they had a very rough start to their season, right? They play the Chiefs, they play the Ravens. Turns out the Steelers are good, and then they play the. Then they play. Then they played the zero three Vikings and still looked terrible. Like yeah. So tough. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 selling my stock on the Texans, same. Which is weird because I, I, I think I'm about to pick them this week. <laughs> I was high, I was high on the Texans. I had the Texans. 
I had the Texans. Um, actually, I had the Texans doing pretty bad. I had them going five and eleven. Maybe I had them going eight and eight. Maybe that's coming to fruition. Maybe I'm a prophet and I don't know it. It's probably a little bit of both. Who knows? But like, it, it was very frustrating because I thought that game was winnable. I want the Texans to succeed only because I really like Deshaun Watson. And maybe firing Bill O'Brien is the reason. Maybe it helps them. Who knows? We'll have to see. We'll find out. We'll find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, we have Titans-Vikings. Um, uh, this is a nail-biter for sure. It's a nail-biter because the Titans win in a, in a nail-biter for sure. They won uh, by one? Yeah. Huh? The Vikings looked good. Okay. The Titans looked better. Uh, which is good for the Vikings because it kind of feels like they're little... It kind of feels like... Kirk Cousins looks like he's shaking off the rust a little bit after two pretty rough losses to the Colts and the Packers. Um, the Vikings looked pretty good this game, and the, the Titans just looked better. Like, the Titans clutched for sure. Um, Guskowski hit a 54 and a 55-er to win the game? You're insane! You know, did the Titans... Yeah, he. I think he kicked <laughs> six field goals. You know, is it weird that we started talking about the Titans, then you started coughing? That's 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 no correlation, no correlation. <laughs> I spell collusion. <laughs> um, but yeah, he I, hit I mean, six for six field goals. The, ti- the, the Titans look good, and the Titans seem to be rolling. The question is, do does this new COVID news that's coming out of Tennessee sh- stop the Titans' momentum? No. Well, they might not even play this weekend against the Bills, and if they do, it's going to be like their C team. True. So. I think the Titans are going to be kind of a little bit of a question mark from now on. Like I, the Titans were rolling and, and then they caught the Rona. They caught the Rona. Like, yeah, I bet you it was Kirk Cousins. Really I never trusted that guy. He just looks sus. He does look sus, but he also played this week against the Texans. Weren't the Texans getting positive COVID results too? I don't think so. The only ones I've no. heard are the Titans and, and Cam. And Cam Newton. Yeah. Who knows? Titans what have the you said the the who Bills oh that's tough that's mm-hmm. tough news tough bad news bears for them we'll see how it goes yep all right all uh, Panthers beat the Chargers twenty one to sixteen uh I think the Panthers might have been a little bit more prepared than the Chiefs were for the for Justin Herbert and that's why Justin Herbert looked a little bit more rough this game in particular um yeah. the Panthers. Stepped up, honestly. Like, the Panthers looked good. Teddy looked good. The Panthers' defense is looking better, which is good because that's such a young, inexperienced group. Like, the Panthers were expected... We were expecting the Panthers to have one of the worst defenses in the league this year, right? Yeah. But the Panthers' defense really stepped up, and in particular against the uh, the Chargers here. So With no CMC. Yeah, without Christian McCaffrey, too. So, it's... It's an interesting experience because I feel like there was on paper no reason why the Chargers should have lost this game, but here we are. They did. Yeah, Panthers played well, and they deserved it at the end of the day. Yep. That's all I have to say about that one. Uh, Colts-Jets. Um, the Jets <laughs> suck. The Colts look really good, though. That's the thing. I think the Colts look very impressive, more impressive than I yeah. thought they would. So remember that time where I said I have no faith in the Indianapolis Colts because exclusively Phillip Rivers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the game where Philip Rivers said, Hey, Davion, I need you to shut up. 17 for 21, 217, and a touchdown? Okay, buddy. Let's talk about but, the Colts' defense, though. And not only, say, not only that, but also in with the context in the Bears game the next week, too. 
Like, the Colts' defense could be one of the best defenses in the league. Like, the Colts' I... defense is, is young, and it's dominant. Like, the Colts' so, defense like, is really good. you say good. one of the best, I say the actual best. I don't know. Out of their mind. I kind of really, really like the Bucks' defense, though. Same, but this, this Colts' defense is, like, on another level well, right now. Defenses in the NFL are crazy. It's never consistent who has the best defense every year. Agreed. Like, who was the best defense in the league last year? Who? I don't Because it certainly wasn't the Colts and the Bucks. Maybe. Probably the 49ers. Probably the Niners. Yeah. Like, where did the Colts... I mean, okay, the 49ers defense got beat up this year, but, like, the Colts and Bucks defense is, like, coming into the season, we had no reason to believe they would have such dominant defenses, but here we are. And here they are. Yeah, like... Colts are playing exclusively really good football. Like they definitely have one of the best, if not the best, defense in the league right now. Like yeah. it's, it's they're really good. Uh, and uh, Philip Rivers proved me wrong this week. Yeah, Again. I mean, I think, I think this game is skewed because they're playing the worst team in the NFL in the Jets right now. But you look at the Bears game the following week, it feels like Philip Rivers is doing enough to win and letting his defense do the rest, which is it's good enough. Which is what the Broncos did to win a Super Bowl not too long ago. Yeah, that, that's what they did five years ago. That's what the Ravens did in two thousand. Like, yeah, they know what like that. That's that's some just like, there's just do enough games that way. Just right. do enough. And, win games nineteen to eleven. Exactly, and that's what the Colts are doing right now. And Winning, you know the yeah. Jets are sucking, and that's that's all I'd say about that one. Um, Cowboys, Cowboys, Seahawks, Hawks. That's gonna be way badly synced up, but that's okay. It is. It's pretty rough. <laughs> but it's uh, okay. I'll, 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 I'll patch it just that part so it syncs up, and then I'll go back to the normal. Can somebody get Russell Wilson some help? On specifically the O line, like but the O line keep looks doing terrible. What you're doing. The defense looks eesh. Um, but Russell Wilson but, threw for 27, 27 for 43, 15, and five touchdowns. Five. Like, Three of those were to Mr. Tyler Lockett. Russell Wilson is is crazy good at football, and this year in particular. Like I think Russell Wilson is sick of being considered for MVP every year. I think he's MVP. here to win it. MVP. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on the Russell Wilson train. He is my fantasy quarterback right now. I am riding this. The Seahawks look really good in a very competitive NFC West. So I have no reason to believe the Seahawks won't keep rolling. Like, but I feel like the Seahawks are just—they're kind of on the outside looking in. I feel like I don't feel like they're a Super Bowl team right now. I feel like I Russell them, Wilson's a Super I Bowl have them quarterback. The Super Bowl, right? I feel like, like Russell Wilson's a Super Bowl quarterback. I feel like. They need something. They need a piece. So, I I'm I would look to see the Seahawks to possibly make a move by the trade deadline. Yeah, they need a they need a win now. Win I now think I think the Seahawks and the Patriots are the two teams right now that like if if they make a move at the trade deadline, they are they are favorites to go to the Super Bowl. I think they're genuine contenders for championships. Yeah, and I still think the Chiefs are right there too with them. Like that's what's crazy. Exactly. Chiefs are ready to repeat. So it, it'll be interesting for sure what the Seahawks do. Uh, Cowboys, yeah, we expected the Cowboys to lose this game. Um, I just have I, don't I, think... have, I have something in particular to say about this game. I have to, God, please forsaken me, give a little credit to the Cowboys um, for the fact that they hung, hung in there all game. Like, literally, they were tied first quarter, down by eight. Like, they were down by eight in the second. Kept it one touchdown away. They got it close and then decided to choke because they didn't do anything. Uh, Dak Prescott 
looks okay. I believe he's leading the league in passing and is not really close. I agree yardage. that he is leading the league in passing, but 90% of the games, 90%, there's only been four games, uh, all of the games he's played in, he has been losing. So, I don't know about you, but when you're down 14 going into the second half or going into the fourth quarter, do you keep beating Ezekiel Elliott or do you start to pass the football? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. And the next week is really proven of that because he was like, while they were keeping the game close during whoever they played, I think it was the Browns, mm-hmm. whoever, um, it was like 14-14, and he was like, Eight for like fifteen, like a hundred something yards, no touchdowns, and I think an INT in that process. Okay, then he throws for like five hundred freaking yards in the game, but like after they're down forty nine to like six, it's like, like yeah, you scored like four touchdowns, but like, did that help you come back and win? Absolutely not. Like. Like it doesn't. It's it, it's a lot of garbage time. Like what the Cowboys need to do, and I hope they don't listen to me, so they keep losing football games. But what they need to do is give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. Fourteen carries. You had Dak throwing the ball fifty-seven times, but you had da- uh, Zeke running the ball fourteen times. Yeah. That's some rookie numbers. That's some rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. Like, you got to really get those numbers up, dog. I feel like there shouldn't be very many reasons on paper where the Cowboys are one and three. So Agreed. I'm concerned about the Cowboys ever so slightly. I'm concerned, but as an Eagles fan, very happy. Yeah. As an NFL fan, it's like, why are the Cowboys not doing, the, you know, why aren't, go, play football. But they're not. They should be the best team in the division. They should be. Like, yeah. by far. Like, the, Gi- the Giants are terrible. Washington is not very good. The Eagles the are Eagles... clearly not very good. And w- so, like, the Cowboys should, on paper, be the best team in the NFC East. But and on top of it, the Eagles are like, hurt. not. Like, on top of it, the Eagles have injuries out the wazoo. The Cowboys should be fine. I don't understand what they're doing. And you know what they are? They're third in the division. Right. Only because the Cowboys have, or the Giants haven't won a football game. Yeah. Just saying. Anyways. Lions, Cardinals. Russell Wilson's insane. Uh, a little upset at this game. Not going to lie. Um, Kyler Murray. Buddy. Let's have a conversation real quick. Uh, you threw three interceptions. And I have to say I'm not mad, just a little disappointed. That is all. Yeah, this is the first time. That is my only take from this game. This is the first time the Cardinals kind of struggled a little bit in the game. I mean, they... They beat the the 49ers early, and I think that was a little bit of a shock factor. Then they beat a bad Washington squad. Then they lost to a bad Lions squad. So I think this proves if anything. Bad Panthers squad. Anyway, continue. Yeah, like I think this proves that I think the Cardinals are have promise, but they're a little bit unpolished. Yes. Like I think the Cardinals have weapons. I think the Cardinals are capable. But the Cardinals need to show up, and, and 22 players need to do their job. And if that doesn't happen, the Cardinals aren't going to win games. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, the Cardinals just need to do a little better. I, yeah, I, I mean, the, the Cardinals got exposed, really. Yeah, that's all it is at the end of the day. They lost by a field goal, but they did get, yeah, they just got exposed. I, they just need to do a tad bit more. All right, well, since there's right. no more games on Sunday afternoon, we'll just go straight to Packers Saints. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. No, the Bucks beat the Broncos 28 to 10. Like we expected this to happen. We did. Like uh no Drew Lock is 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 is, is There mad. are very few there are very few starters on the Broncos left. Also true. Like and the the Bucks are arguably the best defense in the league, have one of the best offenses in the league. And uh, the, they just outmatched the Broncos. It's mm-hmm. the truth. Like that's all I have. Yeah, that's that's all you need to say. Packers Saints. This uh, is a good game. Was a great game. Phenomenal game, in fact. Uh, the Saints though lost on a game where Drew Brees threw two hundred eighty-eight yards and three touchdowns. You know who looked very identical today? Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers in that game. Like, look at the stat lines. Just want to throw that out there. I mean, it was a good one-for-one kind of duel with the two of them, so that's for sure neat. There's a little bit of a... No interceptions. Like, it was just quality football. They were picking apart the defense as well. Uh, The Packers just got one more on them. (laughs) Like... Yeah, I mean, it, it really came down to it. Like, it was a shootout. Yeah. Packers defense showed up in the fourth quarter when it needed to. Got a turnover, forced a fumble, forced a punt, held them to a field goal, won the football game. Yep. All right. That's all it is. Monday Night Football. Were you disappointed in this game? No. I was actually hyped. Really? I was, uh, I was, only, I was, I was actually very disappointed in this game. Yeah, I was expecting uh, it to I be was, closer. I was expecting it to be like 50s, honestly. I was expecting it to be like 53 to 50. I was ready for a blowout wild. 34 20 is pretty high, too. Like, I, I feel like but, uh, there's no real reason why the Ravens... I mean, the reason why the Ravens lost this game is because they, they were playing the Chiefs. Like, And I don't think this reflects badly on the Ravens, but I am a little bit concerned about the fact that the Ravens did look kind of stagnant in this game. I still the think they I still think Chiefs. Terrible. I still think Chiefs-Ravens are 1-2 and two in the AFC. I think this just established who's 1, who's 2. Um, yeah, I, like, yeah, sure, the Bills have a better record. The Titans technically have a better record. The Steelers technically the have Steelers. a better record, but I still think the Ravens are better. Right. Um, so I don't think this reflects poorly on the Ravens. I, I I genuinely think that this game could have been for home field advantage in the AFC Championship, though. Uh, I have to say, Andy Reid, God bless his soul, prepared for Lamar Jackson immaculately. Yes. Like, Lamar Jackson threw for under 100 yards. Yeah, I mean, I I think that comes from the, the Chiefs having a little bit of extra time, and we know what Andy Reid could do when he has plenty of time. Yeah. Um, which I think brings up a good question, because the Chiefs are on Thursday Night Football in Week 6. After having to play on Monday Night Football this week, technically. So, like, the Chiefs are playing, what, three games in... 11 days, I think. 11 days, yeah, something like that. So that could be concerning for the Chiefs slightly, but I think it's just going to wear on them a little bit. I think the Chiefs are still a very solid team, though. Um, probably the best team in the in the NFL right now. And I say probably, but don't really mean probably. You know what right. I mean? It's mostly I'm just covering my base just in case they aren't. <laughs> but they, they, I think they're fine. They totally are. The Chiefs are probably they're the best what- team in the NFL right now, like... The Chiefs are, I think, are going to continue to roll. There's no real, real weakness that I'm seeing from the Chiefs. There's no real, I don't really see a reason that they're going to lose a game other than the fact that their schedule has been kind of accelerated. 
Yeah, the only thing I can see is the Chiefs, first off, when they have a bad game, they win. That's what's scary. Yeah. Like, the so, Chiefs are still fighting. when they have a good win. game, they do this. 34-20. Patty Mahomes is undefeated in the month of September still, in his entire career. That's crazy. In his entire career. that was an, I thought that was an insane statistic, by the way. Yeah. Patty Mahomes doesn't lose in September. That's crazy. Uh, but that's it for week three. Um, if you guys want to know the records we have, I actually outperformed Eric this week for you the did. first time this year. 12 and 4 for me, 10 and 6 for Eric. If yep. you want to know the differences, I got the Chiefs over the Ravens, and I had the. Bears beat the Falcons. Bears I picked over the... the Falcons. Yeah, we had the exact same picks, but I, except for the Falcons. I picked the Falcons and the Ravens. You picked the Bears and the Chiefs. So you won both of those. Nice. We love to see that. Uh, we're going to head into week four. We are a little bit. Uh, we are kind of running a little bit fast here, and I'm okay with that because I have some other things I'd like to converse with after our week five predictions. Yep. Um. All right. I'm Broncos, assuming I yes. get to talk about this, right? You 100% get This is your time to shine. All right. Uh, Thursday night football, Broncos and the Jets. Wait, Bron- we both had primetime games this week. Right? That's and we, lit. And, and anyway. Dubtown USA. Let's, Dubtown USA. Week let's go. The week of, week uh, Broncos the week beat the Jets the in MetLife 37-28. to 28. Um, Thank God the Broncos aren't the worst team in the NFL. But they, it's yeesh. They were looking like it for a little bit. Um. Yeah, I think the Broncos won this game because the Jets are just terrible. Um, however, Sam Darnold did get hurt this game, and he's not projected to start week five. You know who is projected to start week five? Mr. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, former B. Broncos quarterback, the man that made the legend. Former Super Bowl champion? Welcome to the journeyman, Joe Flacco. Uh, I think that adds a little bit of a dimension to the Jets right now because there's not a lot of film on Joe Flacco for the Jets right now. However, yeah. everything around the – and the other thing is that Lev Bell comes back this week too. Yeah, and they're playing the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah when, the, when they're playing the Cardinals, we're a little bit shaky. So I think that could be an interesting matchup for sure. Um, like this is – gosh, not only is this the the hospital ward bowl, this is also potentially the tank bowl. Like the Broncos and the Jets are both really beat up and really not good. And the Broncos are the team that was less not good. Like that's the truth. Like, okay. it, it, the, unless the Broncos get healthy quick, I don't see the Broncos winning a lot of games this year, which sucks. Yeah, because and injuries do suck in that sense. Yeah, I, I, you probably, you of all people, know all about it. I'm sure. Yeah, and we're hurt right now. You want to know what we walked into with week four? We didn't have Alshon, who's our number one receiver. Deshaun Jackson, our number two receiver. Jalen Rager, who we just drafted to play as number three receiver, and uh, we had another receiver go out. I can't remember who else was injured, but we had another one. And Dallas Goddard went out, mm-hmm. and two our starting two left tackles. And our right guard and our right tackle was hurt at, on and off through the game. Trust me. I got you. Yeah. All uh, right. But, hey, shout out to the Broncos. Dubtown USA. We take those. <laughs> All right. Saints-Lions was a lot closer than it should have been. Yeah, uh, it, definitely. I think I think the Saints look so – the Saints are so weird, dude. What's wrong with the Saints? I don't know. It's that they look good, and then they win games. Like, for example, like they beat the Bucks, and then they beat who in Week 2? They lost Week 2 to the Raiders. Did they lose Week 2 to the Raiders? Oh, they won this game. My bad. I was yes. like, it was a second win. It's the Lions. I thought they lost to the Lions for some reason. Like, they lost. But then they lost to the Raiders, and then they lost to the— I mean, I can't really get mad at them for losing the Packers. They played phenomenal that game. But, like, they didn't look good this game. 
Like, they look as good. Like, they just came off a great performance against the Packers. Granted, they lost. They didn't even look that good, but they just, it's just the Lions being the Lions, you know? Yeah, it's, there's no reason that it should have been this close, and I think that's why I'm concerned about the Saints. Yeah, and, like, Latavius Murray and Alvin Kamara stepped up, though. The Saints, who, for the past couple of years, have been, like, pretty easy just win the NFC South, right? But now with the Bucks being as good as they are, this is not the time for the Saints to start being questionable. Right, exactly. Agree 100% of the time. Uh, I don't understand what happened with them this week, but... They won! So, we'll see how they decide to perform next week. Uh, I believe they play the Chargers on Monday Night Football, so... Yes. That's a winnable game, but that's also a very losable game if you're playing like this against the Cowboys. Exactly. Or, I'm sorry, the, 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 the Lions. I yeah. have the Cowboys on the mind right now. I really want to talk about that game. That's <laughs> All right. Um, Bucks and Chargers. Bucks win 38-31. Uh, I mean, the Chargers looked really good at the very beginning of the game, but Tom Brady, I think, threw five touchdown passes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yes, and it was to five different receivers. I think that's the first time that's ever happened to Tom Brady's career. That was a stat I did notice. Yes, that is that is that is actually something that happened. So I, I mean, also decided to pick up Ronald Jones for this week in fantasy. He rushed 111 yards, no touchdowns. I mean, the Bucks showed up, or the Chargers showed up, but the, the Bucks finished. Like I think this is vintage Tom Brady. I think both these teams look really good this game in particular, but ultimately I think the Bucks are just the better team, and that's why they won. Agreed. And they got an interception to end the game too, so they just the team clutched up when they needed to. And Justin Herbert, twenty for twenty-five, two ninety-three touchdowns, and that garbage time interception, like the end of the end of the game interception. Mm-hmm. That, you know, lost in the game, could have clutched up. It's unfortunate, dude, but it is what it is. What a what a play. What a what a game from him. I think he played phenomenal for a rookie. He dueled Tom Brady. Like, what else yeah. What else do you ask for as a rookie, you know? Right. All right. Um, uh, Jags, yeah, Bengals. Bengals win 33-25. to 25. Joe Burrow's first dub, I guess. <laughs> he deserved – he's deserved the world this season. Yeah, and I mean – he finally got it. I'm the, proud of him. The Bengals look really good this game. In particular, Joe Burrow looked really good this game. And I, this is definitely a winnable game for the Bengals going into the game for sure. Um, and I think the Bengals won the game because they're the better team. They're better than the Jaguars. Uh, I think Joe Burrow is really impressive, and it's looking good for him, which is great. Yeah. I don't know how many games the Bengals win overall, but I bet you they're not—they're definitely not the worst team in football anymore. I agree strongly. I think there's definitely two New York teams that are worse than them. Yeah, I mean, in, like in the Bengals are not the worst team, just like like they were last year. Like they are rolling, and I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, um, let's hope that they uh, they keep they keep some some momentum from this game. Joe Burrow gets a little bit of momentum, brings it in. Unfortunately, they have to go against the Ravens this week. But hey, who knows? Yeah. Uh, we are moving on though. I like I like Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow a lot. Yes. Right now, Texans Vikings. Uh, the Vikings pulled out this win, and this was the game that the Texans. We're like, yeah, it's time to get rid of, get rid of Mr. Bill O'Brien. Which, granted, he should have been fired. Long. Yeah, he should have been fired well before overdue. the season started. He should have been fired right, right when when uh, DeAndre Hopkins got traded. He should have been fired immediately on spot. On spot. Here's the problem though: he was the general manager at the time too. That's what I'm saying. That's so, why you need to get fired on spot. Yeah. But I mean, Sean Watson, no interceptions, 300 yards, two touchdowns. Like he played great. 
16-22 for Kirk, 260 and a touchdown. Uh, but then we have to talk about the best running back in the league, arguably, Dalvin Cook, who ran for th 130 yards, 27 carries. He's getting the Zeke amount of carries. Zeke, this is what this is what the Cowboys. Listen, Cowboys, look at the Minnesota Vikings and then play that. That's how you need to play football because you guys aren't doing that. Yeah, no, they figured it out. I mean, the Vikings' secret success is handed to their really, really good running back. Yeah, and even like when he they needed to throw the ball, Adam Thielen, eight receptions, 114 yards, a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, rookie, four receptions, 103 yards. Like, they have a – the Vikings have a good roster, right? I think they have a good offense. Defense is a little shaky here and there. Don't get me wrong. Their offense looks really good. And the problem is that they they just weren't – they weren't figuring it out. And I think this was the game where they were like, oh, hey, Dalvin Cook, take the ball, please. Help us. And he did that. Yeah, but big win for the Vikings. They for sure. I mean, they needed to win this game, and the Texans are now without their head coach. Uh, I don't know who's t who's taking over coaching duties for the Texans right now. Neither do I. Um, but I can Google it. Let's find out. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason the Texans. I, there's a good reason the Texans could have been zero three. Like, you know, they played the Ravens and the Chiefs week one and two. Those are the two. At the time, they were the two best teams in the NFL. I think the Ravens are maybe like three or four-ish now or so. But then they played the Steelers, who turned out to be a really good team. But there's no reason they should have lost to the 0-3 Vikings. Agreed. So, yeah, I, I agree. The firing of Bill O'Brien is long overdue. It was about time. Yeah, uh, the Houston fired Bill O'Brien on Monday. Uh, associate head coach Romeo Cronell will take over his interim. Oh, Romeo Cronell. He was. I don't know who that is. Uh, he was a Belichick guy. I think he was like a Belichick DC. I think I want to say he was their defensive coordinator for the six, for the eighteen and one season. No, he. And then he was the he, he was one of Cleveland's five hundred coaches at one point. He previously served as a head coach of the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a Chiefs coach for. I think he was the Chiefs coach before Andy. As well as an assistant coach for the Giants, the Patriots, the Jets, the Browns, the Chiefs, and the Texans. Currently. Yeah, I think he was the coach before Andy in Kansas City. But yeah, no, Romeo Cornell, I mean, he has had coaching experience for sure, so I, I don't think the Texans are screwed. Right. So uh, we'll see what they we'll, we'll see what they do with their current situation. Okay, that brings us to uh, Seahawks Dolphins. Seahawks win thirty one on the road. Uh, we by yeah, 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 went on the road thirty one to twenty three. I mean. This, this is the exact same, game. exact same thing we talked about for the Seahawks last week. Like, like give Russell Wilson some help. There's no reason this this game should have been this close. Agreed. Russell Wilson threw an interception, but I don't think it's his fault. No, I don't think so either. He didn't have enough time in the pocket. But you know who's showing up? Back-to-back -back games, 100 yarders, DK Metcalf doing his thing. I think DCAF is tied for receiving yards in the league right now, like leading the league in receiving yards. I think him and yeah. Stephon Diggs. TK, DK Metcalf is insane, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, the Seahawks look good, but, but I think Russell Wilson just needs – he needs extra help. Like, I think the – Russell Wilson can single-handedly get the Seahawks to the playoffs, but can he single-handedly win them the Super Bowl? Maybe. Not. That's a little bit more questionable. I think the Seahawks need help. Right, agreed. They need some help, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, Steelers-Titans. Uh, Titans won the COVID Bowl. The Titans were like, if, if we can't if we can't play the Steelers, we can't lose to the Steelers. I guess was maybe right. the logic. 
yeah, that game was postponed until week seven. Yeah. Uh, that game is when, when that game will be played. And both teams serve a bye week this week. Uh, the Steelers' bye week was week eight. It is now moved to week seven. No, it's moved uh, to I'm now. Sorry. It was moved week four. I'm sorry. It was bye week was week eight. It was moved to week four. Um, they get their game on week seven. And then the game that they were supposed to play against the Ravens was moved to week eight. And the Ravens get a bye week in week seven. Yes. Um, here's the big question I think that asks is, I think this will kill the Titans momentum, especially since they're, they're going to be, if they are playing more games this season, they're going to be playing a lot of different players, but does this kill the Steelers momentum? Also true. But the thing that the Steelers is going for them is their defense. In my opinion, defense and Juju Smith-Schuster is just giving them a lot of The thing that they also have going for them is that they play the Eagles this week. Yeah. But like... Have to say, Eagles have a little. We'll talk about it in a minute. But like, I think the Eagles have a lot more momentum than we want to give them credit for. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. I've still, I've, uh, I'll get to my prediction later. And I don't have faith that the Eagles win the football game because the Steelers are playing really good football. But I wouldn't be surprised the Eagles went in, went in and won that game in Pittsburgh for absolutely no reason because that's just how the Eagles are, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll get there when we get there. But yeah, my game of the week, man. Cowboys, Cleveland Browns. Whoo, man. Let's have a conversation, okay? Let's do it. I want it to be known that Dak Prescott threw for 41, threw 41 for 58. This is back-to-back weeks with 50, 50 plus, 55 plus. He threw 57 passes in weeks three, 58 passes in week five, or week four. 502 yards, four touchdowns and interception. Where are my Cowboys fans? Give Dak some help. Please. Let Dak lead free Dak. Get him an O-line. Get what him the hell? Shut up. What do you Shut mean? Up. What do you mean? Dak has like the best, one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. One of the best O-lines in the NFL. One of the best running backs in the NFL. Dak is yep. fine. Yep. And there are hurt? no excuses. Who was hurt? No one. Exactly. There are no their excuses. O, their why O-line the was kind of. Their O line's kind of beat up. There are no excuses O-line why the Cowboys should have lost this game. But here we are. Yes, but you know why they lost this game? Who's the head coach of the Cleveland Browns? Freddie Kitchens. Kevin Stefanski. Is that who it is? I thought it was like Freddie Kitchens or something. Freddie Kitchens like, was I, last year. He got fired. His. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, whoever the head coach is, say it again. Say it again for the culture. Kevin Stefanski. That guy. He's a legend. He's insane. He was like, you know what? You know how we beat the, you know how we beat the Dallas Cowboys. You know how we walk up into Jerry World and smack up Dallas. Give the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. on not one but two trick plays that resulted in touchdowns. May I add? First, Jarvis Landry threw a bomb, a 37-yard dot to Odell Beckham Jr. for a touchdown. Then, to the, the Cowboys were like, you know what, guys? We don't want to be losing this game anymore. Let's come back. Bring it within, I think it was three. I think it was 41-38, right? I believe they so. They were like, you know what, guys? Let's run another trick play. Reverse, handoff, Beck, Baker to, I, I, I want to say it was Landry, but I don't think it was Landry. Then, uh, then they handed it to Odell. Odell stiff arms someone, breaks a tackle, runs 50 yards for a touchdown. Then they go for two. And they get that. Like, I felt like like the Browns were never not in control of this game, it felt like. 
Like, yeah. yes, they cut it, cut it to within three, but they were like, you know what? We know what we're doing. I loved how they used Odell Beckham Jr. this game. He ran for a 50-yard touchdown. Yeah. Kareem Hunt ran for 71 yards on this team in two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, God bless his soul, he got hurt. Six, six carries for 43 yards. Like, whoever wanted the ball was getting their way. Baker didn't throw an interception, which is very rare. Like, Odell Beckham caught five passes for 81 yards and two touchdowns. Like, listen, Cowboys, this is what I need to hear from you guys. I want you guys to keep doing what you're doing, no matter what. Continue to do what you do as a as an Eagle fan. As a football fan, if y'all don't give the damn ball to Ezekiel Elliott, I'm going to foam. Like, you like 12 carries, 14 in week three, 12 this week, 54. Give the 4.5 average. 4.5 average. That's good. Like, that's not terrible. That's That's solid. Give him the ball more. He needs to be having 20-plus carries a game, and he's not getting anywhere near that. Mm -hmm. He's getting three-fifths of that. Here's a, your interesting, uh, neato fun fact for this game. Uh, Freddie Kitchens is now the tight end coach of the New York Giants. Hey, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I'm like, what is – like, I know Freddie Kitchens what was is the head coach Freddie of the Browns Kitchens last year. I, I was like, what is Freddie Kitchens doing right about now? <laughs> I will say the one redeeming quality that the Dallas Cowboys have is the god that is CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. They threw the ball to Amari Cooper 16 times this game, first off. Yeah, I he know. I, I, had a, I had a 33-point day from Amari Cooper in, in fantasy. Yeah, 134 yards in the touchdown. CeeDee Lamb had five receptions, 79 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, and I think the Browns kind of gave up guarding CeeDee Lamb because they were blowing out the Cowboys. They were like, oh, yeah, we'll just – oh, whoa, 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 whoa. They're coming back. Give the ball to Beckham o Odell and score another touchdown. It was just, it was fun. It was very fun to watch the Cowboys lose this game. I'm not going to lie as an Eagle fan. It was very fun to watch them lose this game. But, Cowboys, feed Zeke. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Give, make Dak throw the ball. Like, that, that's 18 passes. Maybe subtract 18 passes. Give, like, 12 of those carries to Zeke. And give the rest to Tony Pollard. Like, seriously. It's like 24 runs for Zeke and 10 yards, 10 runs for Pollard. Like, how hard is that? Why is that so difficult for them? Like, you, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why. Like, I get they're losing big, but they stray away from it, like, right when they start losing by, like, a touchdown or two. They're just like, nope, no more running the ball. No more. No more. And they wonder why they can't get back. Like, they don't do anything well. They get – and, like, Dak is getting – I even had a Cowboy fan today tell me that Dak only throws good passes in garbage time. And that's a lot. That's a lot coming from a Cowboys fan. Just want to yeah. throw that out there. So, shout out to her, my coworker. She's great. But yeah, like, feed Zeke. What's your problem? That's all I have to say about that. Thank you. All right. Uh, Colts, Bears. I feel like we've kind of already talked about this game. Yeah. Just because Nick, uh, BDN ended real early. That's yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like, the Colts defense is dominant. The Bears is, are questionable now. Yeah, Philip Rivers threw 1629, 190 yards in the touchdown, no interceptions. He did enough. Like, nice job. I, like, I, uh, I need him to do a little more. Uh, and by do a little more, I mean throw the ball to T.Y. Hilton just a tad bit. Can you uh, imagine? My fantasy team will thank you. Thank Can you, you imagine if the Colts pull like a ball, a ball like a 2000 Ravens? That'd be hot. I hope not. That'd be hot. I hope not. That'd be hot, though. It would be, but I hope not. <laughs> Who else is in the AFC South? Are the Colts winning the AFC South right now? 100%. They're what? With the Texans? 
the Texans are terrible. The Jaguars are terrible. The, the, the Titans have COVID. Titans, 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 Titans are winning it right now. So, yeah, maybe the Colts are suddenly the favorites to win the AFC South, given that we don't really know what we're going to see out of the Titans in the future. Huh? You have good points. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Indy. Indy. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk me. it? I, yeah, look at us. Hey, who would have thought? Not me. Anyways, uh, next up we have the Panthers beating the Cardinals by 10 points, 31 to 21. Um, I think this is a re-emphasis of what we learned week three. The Panthers yes. are riding their momentum and the Cardinals are struggling. I think the Cardinals are very 50-50 team, but the Panthers are also a very 50-50 team. And the Panthers ended up being out on top. Like, this really, based on how week three went, this game could have really gone either way. Um, uh, Kyler Murray looked okay. He um, looked better than he did week three. Yeah, he I know for, that because he's my starting fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he threw for three touchdowns for you. Like, uh, yeah, I, um, I have Kyler, I have Kyler yards, and I have it. Ben Roethlisberger. And Ben Roethlisberger was on a very sudden bye week, so I had to start Kyler. Yeah. Uh, I have not. I have Russell and Carson Wentz, and for the first time in like two seasons, Carson Wentz outscored Russell Wilson. Really? It was by like two points. Oh, okay. Russell Wilson didn't play like over the top this week. He, Usually he's. I mean, yeah, yeah. had a five touchdown performance. I, I'm, I, I'm sure I'm Russell concerned. Wilson will tell you a scoreboard. Yeah. You know what's even crazier about it is that I won this week, and this is the first time Russell Wilson's gotten outscored by like another quarterback on my mm-hmm. roster. And I traded for Carson Wentz recently because I had Ryan Tannehill backing him up. Yeah, you trade with Alpha, right? Yeah, yeah, I needed a wide receiver. <laughs> gotcha. So, like, yeah, take Tannehill. Give me your receivers, please. Right. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> he was... has COVID. That's now really he has tragic. COVID. Yeah, that is pretty tragic. I feel kind of bad. That sucked, bro. <laughs> uh, that's tough. But, All yeah, right. like, t- he didn't look terrible, but, like, he didn't look great either. Like, we saw some more zest out of him week one and two. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see the Cardinals, the Cardinals, I was very high on the Cardinals, but I think same. the last two weeks we've seen what the Cardinals are, and, and that is a very, is a 50-50 team, a, a good but unpolished team. Exactly, yeah. Ravens football team. Ravens beat Washington 31-17, I mean, next. Right. Lamar Jackson said, no you, and they... The punter threw a pass. Yeah, like Thank like you. Lamar Jackson had a, a bounce back week after looking really really rough against the Chiefs. Um, yeah, the Ravens play. are still one of the better teams in the NFL. So yeah. and Washington is still not right. So yeah, and I'm going to say the same thing about week uh, the Rams Giants. It's Rams had a bounce back. It's like the same thing. Rams I'm a little bit concerned that the, the Rams offense looked kind of stagnant against a pretty bad Giants defense. So that was a little bit questioning, like maybe kind of concerned. But outside of that, I mean, this is what we expected to happen. The Rams to beat the very bad Giants. Yeah, the thing is, is that we've seen them put up way more points. And when they started off with a touchdown on their first drive, I thought they were going to put up a lot. But they kind of they kind of just didn't do much after that. But, like, it didn't matter. It didn't. They had, like, one touchdown in the first quarter and a touchdown in the fourth quarter, and that was it. They really didn't care anymore. Like, and they were like, yeah, this team's not scoring on us very much anyway. We're fine. Um, Let's talk Bills Raiders first. Yes, we will go Bills Raiders first. Um, the Bills are still undefeated. The yes, Raiders are actually didn't look that bad though no they didn't uh the Raiders look definitely better than they did against the Patriots this week um I think the Bills right now are a good team 
and I think they're being I don't want to say saved by Josh Allen because I feel like no, the no, whole no. the whole team is contributing to these wins for sure, but they're not an excellent team to the point where they're like dominating these games every week. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the thing is, is that um, the fourth quarter was what won it for them, uh, Buffalo specifically. Buffalo was up by a touchdown. Raiders had the ball, chance to tie the game. Like they were, they, they were tied. Like it was like uh, tied. They were, they were one point. It was 17-16. Josh Allen goes up, up the field, scores a touchdown. Extra point gets missed. Right, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Right, they're only down seven now. That's that's huge. Get on the field, five plays. Uh, uh, Darren Waller fumbles. Uh, uh, Bills take the ball back, sixty yards, touchdown. Next drive, four four plays, turnover on downs. They went for it, turnover on downs. Then the Raiders defense holds them. Right, come mm-hmm. back. Right. Nine-yard pass, one-yard pass, 37-yard pass. Played well, got a little bit of a penalty there, and Derek Carr gets stack-stripped. So they fumbled, lose the ball. Then they force another punt. No yards, three and out. Then the Raiders finally go up the field and throw a touchdown pass to the boy Nelson Aguilar, and then they don't get the onside kick and lose the football game. So, like, it's like that game was so winnable for them. Uh, Three turnovers, essentially. Fumble, fumble, turnover on downs, fumble. That's, That's the game. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll you, you live by it, you die by it. Like, it, it just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Like, I, I genuinely think the Raiders are a good team. I don't. Like, I genuinely think they're better than like. I think they're in the mid middle of the pack, but like, I think they can make a wild card here I, and actually. Potentially, I think they're the second best team in the AFC West, but Agreed. they're they're still probably like the tenth best team in the AFC. I think. Like I think that's the thing about the Raiders right now is yeah ninth or tenth yeah, yeah I'd agree with that yeah they are exactly nine by my calculations because they're better than the Dolphins Jets I think they're better than the Bengals the Texans the Jags the Broncos the Chargers but everyone they're like literally the middle of the pack mm-hmm. like exactly middle that's 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 what I mean though like they're they're like they're they they need something else to boost that but I think they're 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 trending in the right direction for sure Las Vegas is starting out their time in Vegas with on a not so bad note. Yeah, I mean, I think if the Raiders take a wild card, given that the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl and they're in the same division, like, that's a very good start for, for football in Vegas, for sure. That's huge, no matter what. Playoffs and playoffs are what we expect in Vegas, but we mm-hmm. expect to lose in all of them. Where, for a reference, the Vegas Golden Knights have now made the playoffs three years in a row. Uh, first year, they made the Stanley Cup, lost. Second year, they gave up a 3-1 lead. Uh, second in la- this most recent year, they choked in the conference finals. Uh, then the Las Vegas Aces make the playoffs. Actually, got to the uh, WNBA finals, got swept. Anyway, continue. I remember that when the Las Vegas Aces were announced. The only reason why is because the AAA baseball team in Reno is called the Reno Aces. Yes. And I remember the Reno Aces tweeted out the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> yeah. That was, <laughs> that, 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 was, that was. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, so that so, yeah. yeah, that's Vegas the only reason teams. they know about the Las Vegas Aces. It's okay. The Vegas teams like to make playoffs. They also like to lose in the playoffs. So if you make playoffs, I mean, I don't expect much from you, but you made it. Proud of you. <laughs> Huge. Thumbs up for effort, right? Yeah. The oh. worst part is the Aces were a one seed, and so were the Knights this year. They both were supposed to win. Oof. All right. Oh, um, we were supposed to have a talk, good time in <laughs> Vegas this year, man. Sunday night football. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we still got Patriots Chiefs. They're no, on, they're, they didn't play till Monday. Let's do Sunday night football first. Oh, that's right. They got delayed because uh, Cameron 
Cam one Cameron Nudicus. Eagles Niners Sunday Night Football. Woo! Let's talk about it. You know what? I want your earnest, honest opinion of this game. You had to watch it. It was prime time. Uh, I watched most of it. Okay. Uh... God, Carson Wentz looked good. There's no reason the 49ers should have lost this game. Well, I mean, the reason the 49ers should have lost this game is because they're playing their C team. Yes. But, like, everything week one through three would have still led me to believe that the Niners' C team was better than the Eagles. But here we are. Agreed. Because I, I, I put faith in my Eagles and I said they should win this game. Because I know how the Eagles operate for some god-awful reason. I, knew, I, just, I just knew it. They were going to give me hope. I knew they were going to make a resurgence in my life and win this freaking game. I just knew it. Mm-hmm. You know what won this Eagles the football game? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, wait, you first. You first. No, you go ahead. This is this is your squad. Tell, Their defense with won the, knowledge. the game. Exclusively everything else besides guarding George Kittle was what won them this football game. George Kittle went off on us, first off. I mean, George he Kittle goes off on everyone, to be fair. He was – okay, timeout. He was targeted 15 times. Not only was he targeted 15 times, he caught 15 balls, okay? 183 yards and a touchdown. He rubbed his nutsack all over <laughs> <laughs> he rubbed every part of his testicle on us. Like, he whipped it out and just... Just the one? All, every, both of them at this point. <laughs> like, sack exposed. Like, it, it was rough, dude. Like, it was rough, right? Uh, Nick Mullins got benched. He threw two pretty bad interceptions, I must say. Yeah. Uh, one was straight to Rodney Lloyd. The first one was straight to Rodney Lloyd. The second one was a pick six. He literally... I don't think he was... I think he literally was like, you know what, guys? I decided to start the Philly defense on fantasy this week. Um, here you go. Like, that's basically what happened. We got a pick six. Uh, the Eagles had some unlikely heroes this week is more so what I thought was interesting. Miles Sanders did his thing. He got 46 yards. O-line did not give him any help. Carson Wentz got a touchdown on a funny fake, by the way. He had that defense slipping. Okay, it was great. Like, it was a, um, it was a read option for Car and Carson Wentz took the ball and he juked someone. I remember who it was. And he put it in there was another play during this where uh, J Jalen Hurts was at quarterback and right Wentz wide up, lined up on the right side wide receiver and he was blocking someone and he was like I know Carson Wentz is a very Christian man right this dude does not have a bad bone in his body right he is very like bible verses on the twitter just had a like he just got married has a beautiful daughter like, like beautiful baby girl like they're, they're like dude's living the life right I don't know what type of anger this man had, but that receiver felt his wrath. Mm -hmm. Like, it was hilarious watching him block that receiver. Hurts didn't go very far, right? But it was a great block. I was like, that's my quarterback. Why is he lining up at receiver? Like, that's how it was, but it was like, it was great. Carson Wentz was okay. He had a pretty bad interception, I think, uh, mostly the O-line's fault, but it was also his fault. Should have taken a sack. Um, he threw the ball. To, and I quote, uh, Travis Fulgham for his one touchdown of the game on the on, uh, through the air. He had one on the ground as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you know who Travis Fulgham is? No. No, neither do I. <laughs> I think that's the point. Yeah. He got a touchdown. Well, good for him. That's all I have to say about that game. <laughs> that's, that's like... And Cravon LeBlanc had a phenomenal play. He he forced an uh fumble on Nick Mullins and it felt great. I love I love uh, mm, immaculate. Anyway, 
Eagles defense showed up when they actually needed them to. Darius Slay made good plays. They almost kept George Kittle out of the end zone, even though he rubbed his nutsack on us. But who else did anything? No one. It was literally George Kittle. Out of their 338 yards, he had over half of them. The next leading receiver was Jarek McKinnon at 43. So, I think the Eagles played well. I think the Eagles actually played a good game. It was very winnable for the Niners. I think the Eagles almost choked. But, I was very happy how the Eagles played. And for some reason, they always do this at primetime. Last year was the Packers. We beat them week three, Sunday Night Football. This week, this year's the Niners. Beat them. And... Potentially are sparking our wins. So we'll see how it goes. Can't relate. Um, unfortunately, we have to go with the, the to, uh, to play the Steelers next week and then the Ravens after that. And that's unfortunate, but they they I, they deserve this win. Carson Wentz played like he needs to play. He needs to stop with the INT, hit a couple more good passes. I don't know what it is about Carson Wentz when his receivers decide to stop playing football. All his receivers go out. You get random whoos like Travis Fulgham. Last year was Greg Ward. We didn't know who he was. He caught a touchdown pass in a clutch situations. John Hightower even got involved. Had two receptions, 22 yards. Zach Ertz isn't getting involved at all. And I think this contract thing is really getting to him. And I don't think Zach Ertz is going to be an Eagle next year. And that terrifies me. But, yeah. We'll see how it goes. It's yep. very interesting. Richard Rodgers got involved like it was just like richard rogers is the third string tight end greg ward is not a number one receiver but he's the number one receiver on this roster right now travis fulgham got the one touchdown of the of the, of the day uh, I, this, the I think this is definitely a week the eagles needed yeah 100 so. percent. and it it caused I, you should have saw me watching that game i was anxious out the wazoo and i, I enjoyed yeah, I watching it and i was very happy i was very happy that Eagles walked away with that win very happy all right, Monday Night Football, the surprise doubleheader. First yeah. of all, the Chiefs beat the Patriots 26-10. to 10. You want to hear something funny about this game? Sure. Um, I was on a plane home during this game, and I flew with Southwest, and Southwest had live TV. So guess who got to watch that football game on the plane right home? That's Bog Champ. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, that's dope. Thanks, Southwest. Um, yeah, uh, wasn't entertaining, though, because the Patriots kind of suck without Cam Newton. Like, even Julian Edelman dropped a pass. Like, he dropped a pass that was put into a pick six. That's yeah. what made me laugh about it. I mean, like, he Jul- had Julian it. Edelman is, I think, like, top five in the league and drop passes. Like, over still, his career. Though, like, I don't know why. I just feel like Julian Edelman's one of those receivers that I feel like I can always trust. Because he always has, like, crazy catches, right? Like, Super Bowl, he had that one tipped, and he caught it off dude's leg. Like, he just has, like, like hands made of glue when it matters. And then he's like, this is, this is, this is, this is, that was, that was... Julian Edelman, who's the number one receiver on the roster, and I laughed about it at the end of the day. Anyway. Yeah, I mean... Brian Hoyer sucks. Yeah, I think the Patriots really, really missed Cam. Um, and I don't think they were expecting to not have Cam. That's what sucked. They, did, they weren't prepared to do it. And he got COVID, like, the night before. Or, like, uh, Saturday. And they rescheduled the game for Sunday, or Monday night. Yeah, so. I, and there's not a whole lot you can do there, especially when you're playing arguably the best team in the NFL. Not arguably... Definitely yeah. the best team in the NFL. Not not even – I don't even think it's, like, a comparison. I think Chiefs are the best team in yeah. the league. So, yeah, I mean, that's rough for the Patriots. It really is. But, like, tough titty, said the kitty yeah, with no milk. Yeah, it is what it is. And you know what? We go to our other Monday Night Football game. That, to me, also wasn't much of a football game because for the same reasons. No, the Falcons are geniuses. Are you kidding me? They can't blow a fourth-quarter lead if they never had the lead in the first place. 
That's true. They can't choke a lead if they don't. Big have brain. It. I mean, though, yeah, Todd Gurley. Like, Packers are good. Falcons are not. Aaron Rodgers threw for four touchdowns. That's just the way the. That's just the way it is. Like the Packers are four and zero. Oh, the Falcons are zero oh and four. It's just. It's just you expect these things. Yeah. So yeah, I have nothing to uh, contribute to else to contribute to this game. Interesting week in the league of football that week. I was very happy to see some interesting stuff, including the Saints almost lose to the Lions. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And the Cowboys losing, immaculate. All right. We got right. some predictions. Let's we have go, to go week with. five predictions. Bucks Bears. Um. Okay. So Thursday night game. Bucks Bears. Uh, both of them on a short week. The Bears are kind of a question mark team with Nick Foles right now. Um. I feel like the Bucks have an identity. And Bucks have a better defense. The Bucks uh, really good defense. The Bucks have a have a defense that matches really well with the Bears offense. I feel like the Bears' defense matches fairly well with the Bucks' offense, too. But I feel like the Bucks are overall the better team. However, I, I'm kind of seeing a fairly low-scoring game, like maybe like 24-14 to 14 type of game. I'm feeling a 17-10 to 10 type of game. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I think, think the Bucks win. I'm picking the Bucks as well. Yeah. I, I, the Bears don't, I think the Bears lose back-to-back, and that really exposes how they, they are. That 3-0 start was kind of – like, they have a 3-0 start because they beat the Falcons because the Falcons Falcon. Um, the Lions off a drop pass, and I think the Giants. Yeah. Ooh, the Giants. So, yeah, they played a team in the Colts and were put up 11 points. Thank you. All right, let's move into Sunday. Provided this game actually happens, we have Bills at Titans. Uh, if the game actually happens, the Titans are putting out their – their B slash C team, so I have the Bills winning just because the Titans don't have enough weapons. I agree. I, I like unless Derrick Henry carries them because he doesn't have. Problems. We don't know what the Titans squad is going to look like for Sunday if this game is played, and because of that, I think it's the more safe, sure thing to pick the Bills. So I'm picking the Agreed. Bills as well. I, I also, even if the Titans are putting out their full team, I'm still picking the Bills in that scenario, even though I think the Titans are still a good football team. Uh, Broncos Patriots. You first. Um, honestly, I think I, I have the Patriots winning this game, but I honestly think this game really, really, really comes down to is Cam Newton going to play? Because if Cam Newton doesn't play, I think the Broncos defense could show up to this. I don't think he's, I'm pretty sure Cam Newton isn't playing. I'm going to Google this before I lock this in. <laughs> they said he wasn't, they said he wasn't sure. They said they were still, um, it was still question day by day. Yes. Can I make a conditional pick? <laughs> right. If if Cam doesn't play, I think the Broncos will pull the upset. If Cam plays, the Patriots win. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Pick- Are you in the same boat? Yes, I am. I'm picking the Broncos because, as it currently stands, it sounds like Cam Newton isn't playing. Like as yeah. of you know Wednesday at 10:45 p.m. Yes. So if I'm I'm saying this on record, I have that. I will message my final prediction to Eric so we have a for sure prediction set if we find out Cam Newton's playing or not. Yes. Um, for right now, so I'm picking the Broncos because the Patriots are on an sh- on, on, on unexpected short week, and the Broncos played on Thursday last week. They had 10 days. Yeah. I'm giving the Patriots I'm giving the Patriots a little slight edge, but wouldn't be surprised the Broncos pull out a massive I, I'm picking the Broncos in an upset. I like it. Wouldn't be surprised. We, we have the same conditions, though, technically. 
Yes. So, uh, Jags, Texans. Um, you first this time. Come on, the Texans have to this win a game eventually, right? Like, this is the most winnable game they've had. I'm picking the Texans. Uh, I picked the Jags, but after careful consideration, I'm actually going to change it to the Texans for the exact same reason, because the Jags, uh, you've convinced me that the Jags kind of suck at football. This will be the week the Jags win. Thank you. I guarantee it, though. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going with the Texans. <laughs> like, the Texans, this is the most winnable game they've had. There's no way the Texans yeah. lose this game. Yeah, you got your second string receivers all playing one receiver, so it's fine. You'll win. You'll get this. You'll get this. All right, Bengals at Ravens. You first. This is this isn't even a, this isn't even a question of a game. I have the Ravens winning. I have uh, also... Joe Burrow. I think is going to play good again, but I think they're going to lose. Unfortunately, I have the Ravens. Yeah, no question. This is just how it is. Panthers Falcons. I'm telling you, if the Falcons lose this game, it's the last time I'm picking the Falcons. But I'm picking the Falcons. I'm picking the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, just because Teddy Bridgewater has a lot of momentum. I think they've yeah. won back-to-back weeks now, if the um, and he's playing good. If the Falcons really lose this good. game, never, ever, ever let me pick the Falcons again. I got you, but the Falcons are going to continue to Falcon. I just, I just don't know what about it. It is about them, <laughs> but they just... Holy crap, Falcons. Uh, I think Dan Quinn's their head coach, right? Yes. I don't know. I don't know who their head coach is. Is that his name? Dan Quinn, yeah, for the Falcons. Yeah, yes. he, 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 if they lose this week, he needs to get fired on spot yeah um if he he needs to go like he, yeah. he needed to go last week he needed to go when they lost to the cowboys honestly Yeesh. yeah oh no, right. no no he should have lost at the bears that's the one he should have gotten kicked for yeah that was it that was it for me dog that's crazy oh uh, uh, chiefs raiders chiefs chiefs no question. <laughs> Duh. easy yeah easy chiefs are the best team in football cardinals jets um, kyler murray has a bounce back it's the Jets. Yeah, the Jets are the worst team in football. I have no reason to believe they'll win a game, so I'm picking the Cardinals. But, however, an interesting depth of this game is the fact that Lev Bell is back and Joe Flacco is projected to start. That's true. So, But I think it's, I think their defense isn't that good. I don't think that's enough for the Cardinals. Jets to win, so I'm picking the Cardinals. Right. Agreed. All right, we got Eagles at Steelers. I already know who you're picking. Please let me know. Okay, here's it, this is actually a very interesting game and because of circumstances. Okay. I'm the ready. Eagles are riding momentum. Right. The Steelers potentially just had their momentum cut. Yes. The Steelers, how, I'm picking the Steelers, and here's why. Yes. Because this is their bye week. On paper, right, this should have been, like, like their time to recuperate, but it wasn't. They spent the whole week prepping like they were playing the Titans. Right. So I don't think they've really... On paper, I... I mean, and this is all speculation. I have no evidence of this. But I don't really have a reason to believe the Steelers have lost momentum. Right. Uh, so I'm picking the Steelers. I think they're the more sure thing than the Eagles right now. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles do win. Like, this is definitely, like, the, one of the harder games to pick for me. This is, this, is, this is a tough one. As an Eagles fan, it's very hard for me to bet against the Eagles, right? Very difficult. As a football fan, I understand the logic behind why I should pick the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's been. But since quarter four of the Cincinnati game, the Eagles have looked like they're a god-tier football team. I don't care who's on the field. I don't care if uh, they put my 10-year-old brother out there to play receiver. Let's go. Carson Wentz is, Carson <laughs> Wentz is giving him dots, and he's catching touchdowns. Like Trevor Fulgham. 
I think that was his name, caught a touchdown pass. Anything is possible for this Eagles team. I think they're going to beat the Steelers. I think it's going to be, like, the craziest wild game of life. But it's not a primetime game. So then, again, I'm like, oh, the Eagles are going to lose, right? Yeah. I think the Eagles win this game. I, I have the Eagles winning this game. I think the Steelers – I actually have, like, more so 60-40 that the Steelers will win this football game. But I'm giving it to the Eagles on paper. Let's see how it goes for me. Yep. All right. Uh, Rams at Washington. That's no contest. Yeah, that's easy. I'm picking the Rams. <laughs> no contest. Dolphins at Niners. Even with the C team, it's no contest. Well, okay, I just read this. Uh, like, five hours ago, Jimmy Garoppolo and Raheem Mostert were limited in practice today. Yeah, Raheem Mostert is on my fantasy team, and he's projected to play, so... Yeah, so maybe the 49ers aren't their C-team anymore. And maybe yeah, their defense is, it's their C-team defense, but I think their offense seems like it's back. Um, and the 49ers are better than the Dolphins, so I'm picking They're the great. 49ers. Yeah. Okay, Giants-Cowboys. Uh... <laughs> no Saquon. Yeah, I mean, the Giants are... The Giants are thankful for the Jets because the Jets, I think, are the worst team in football, but the Giants are giving them a really tough competition. I don't care how shaky the Cowboys were. I have no reason to believe the Giants would win this game. So I promise the you, if the Giants win this football game, Mike McCarthy needs to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> he just got there. He already needs to go. <laughs> Jason Garrett, who? <laughs> At least Jason Garrett put up wins. Right. Like, jeez. Hey, even, even if it was only like seven or eight of them. Right. Eight and eight is better than what you're doing right now, dog. Yeah. All right, Colts uh, Browns. Colts Browns. This, this is, is a, actually, I think, the game of the week. As it currently stands, yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. On the current state of the NFL, um, this was a tough one for me to pick as well. Hard, very difficult. I'm picking the Browns. We are disagreeing. Okay. I am going with the Colts. Indy's defense is playing way too good to not shut down what the what the. Uh, I think Browns the Browns' offense think... is playing really freaking good though. That's the thing. Like the thing is, is that they beat the Cowboys, right? They it, on trickery. I don't think they're gonna pull that same nonsense off on the Colts. They like, beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys are, are dookie. Yeah, exactly. I think the Browns. I think Cle- uh, Cleveland as Baker Mayfield throwing picks. Like I, I just it's, that's just what I'm expecting from him. So, like, against the defense that actually knows what the heck they're doing, I think the Colts win this game. Yep, I'm picking the I Browns. wouldn't be surprised if the Browns win, though. I'm, yeah, I'm just thinking of my guns. This is definitely one of the harder games to call this week. I'm picking the Browns. I like it. I, I still like it. All right, Sunday uh, night football, Vikings at Seahawks. This is easy. I'm so sorry, Vikings. I'm so sorry. You guys, you guys were so – you guys had something going for you, and I really respect it, but then you have to play the Seahawks. Just... They're playing the Seahawks with the unstoppable Russell Wilson, and they got primetime Kirk Cousins. You're right. Yeah, that's the yeah, Vikings. You you had no chance even if you're 4-0. Sorry. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking the Seahawks. Yeah, Saints-Chargers, Monday Night Football. This is an interesting one, too, just because these are two teams that I feel like should be better than they are. Yeah, and the Saints are, are kind of playing lax, lax here, on especially on defense. Thing is, I don't know how Justin Herbert's going to play. Um, He's been, like kind of streaky so i'm gonna go with saints i'm also going with the saints chargers could surprise us for sure and then worth noting the lions and packers are on by this week so yes so no lions no packers packers continue to be undefeated through week five um something i did want to talk about today uh we talked about two of my points was bill o'brien getting fired and the eagles won and the broncos won nice multiple points uh, there were actually, like, three things I wanted to talk about aside from the games this week. I think 
we've answered this question multiple times during this podcast in particular. My question was, who's the best undefeated team left? I obviously say the Chiefs um, because I think they're the best team in football, obviously. Um, between Bills, Steelers, Titans, Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, um, obviously we think the Chiefs are the best team in football. Best undefeated team left in that nice, right? I agree. So okay. Who's the dark horse out of all of them? Okay, so out of the, all the undefeated teams? Yes. Counting the Titans, counting the Titans and the Steelers? Counting the Titans and the Steelers, okay, they're so technically undefeated. They are, yeah. Um, okay, so Char- uh, Chiefs, Seahawks, Packers, Bills, Bra- uh, Steelers, Titans. Steelers, and Titans. Okay. So, who's, yep. so yeah, Chiefs are the best. Who's the dark horse right now? Yeah, who do you think out of them is like? Well, I think the Packers are the best team in the NFC. Let's put it that really? way. Really? I do. Oh, okay, I like that. I like that. They're the best undefeated team in the NFC. I think they're better than the Seahawks. I think the... I think, yeah, let me take that back. The Packers are better than the Seahawks, and those are the only two undefeated teams in the NFC. I think the Bucks are better than the Packers. Okay, so you think the Bucks are the best team in the NFC? Yeah, so I think the Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC right now. Interesting. Um, however, AFC-wise, it's so... I don't think the Seahawks are the dark horse team. Like, I, I like Russell Wilson, I think, is the kid, the front runner for MVP. Right, and so, right behind, and right on his right on his butt is Aaron Rodgers. I don't feel like I don't feel like the the undefeated streak is going to stick to the Titans just because we don't know what the what post COVID Titans are going to look like. Same with Steelers, too. and I think the Bills are for real. So I think the I dark horse right now is the Steelers by default. That that makes sense. I don't think the Steelers keep up the undefeated streak. I actually think the Bills are more of a dark horse just because like I think the Chiefs, Packers, and Seahawks are all better than them in my opinion. Um. But like the Bills are Bills are good. They're playing really good. I do agree though that the Steelers are the dark horse team here because we don't know what they're gonna if they're gonna continue this up or not because they have the talent to do it. But will they? That's exactly. Like, I, like the Steelers are undefeated, but I don't feel like they're the best team in the AFC North. So yeah. the, I think that's what makes them the dark horse. Like I think that's yeah, it's interesting. I think right now they're probably in the best position to get the five or six seed. And I think the Patriots will get the, the Patri- five or six seed. Patriots will get the other of right. the five or six seed right now. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm picking the Steelers as the as the dark horse uh, undefeated team right now. I like it. MVP candidate, front runner. Who's your Who's your go? Russell Wilson. I am in a like on, in the last podcast. I said Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson in the last two weeks has proven to me he's he is above Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers to me is right on his butt though. Like, yeah, it, right it's there. it's the two of them. It's the two. It's the two of them, and then like a very large gap, and then Josh Allen. Yeah, agreed. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I, identical to my mindset. I love it. Thank you. You know what, Eric? Sometimes <laughs> we just have good agreement this on things. This is what we do. I know. Okay, so now we're gonna play a little bit of a game. Okay. To end it off. Just a couple things. Okay. Uh, we did not prepare this teams... ahead of time, so. No, I I did yeah, slightly. Yeah, yeah, you did. I'm, are I'm these teams? Are these teams for real, or not? Okay, they're uh... based off of some certain records. I've put together a list of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventeen. Factor fiction. <laughs> basically, okay. It's basically, are these teams real or not? Right. Okay. okay. Pittsburgh Steelers. How you feeling? I'm gonna say fact. Um, their defense is dominant right now. Yeah. I like the Bucks defense. I like the Colts defense. I like the Steelers defense. I think they're the top three defenses in the league right now. And I think the offense is doing enough. Um, ben Ben had a year off. He looks good for his age, and given that he had a full year, like it kind of killed his momentum. Um, their receiving core isn't just Juju Smith-Schuster right now. It's look it, like no. 
Juju's definitely the number one receiver, but the rest of their receiving core is doing enough. They're running back. They have Eric Ebron's phenomenal. Yeah, they have good tight ends. They have pretty good running backs. Like and, and like, I would put them. I would say two running backs that are within the top. You know, I think their backup running back is probably better than like the worst starting running back in the league. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yeah. So I put them. I put both their running backs in the top 32. That's crazy. Um, yeah, that's, that's I solid. think they have one of the better O lines still. Like the Steelers have always had a really good O line. Yes. I have no. And they have a good enough O line right now. So like I ha- I don't really think the Steelers have an inherent weakness, other than the fact that they kind of other than their defense. Like on offense, I would say none of their groups are like are like top five. But right. as as a coherent unit, I think the Steelers are a good team. So I'm gonna say the Steelers are for real. Okay, I like it. I like it. You would have asked me that um, question at the beginning of the year. I said no. The Steelers are are fake. They suck. But, but yeah, same. From what I've I was seen, thinking. I was in the same boat. From what I've seen from the Steelers, I like what I'm seeing. I thought they were going to be a sub 500 team, and they are showing me that they have the strength. I had them going. I think exactly 500. So. Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, fiction. Okay. Uh, also, I agree with the Steelers. By the way, the fact thing. Just continue. Eagles. The Eagles are fiction right now, um, which sucks because I had this. I had. I think the Eagles were. I had the Eagles winning the NFC East, and the reason why they. You had them going to the Super Bowl. I did. Uh, no, I had them going to the NFC Championship. I'm sorry, NFC Championship. Yes, I did. Even like crazy. I was very high on the Eagles this year. Carson Wentz looked rough the very the first three weeks. He looked good last week against the 49ers, but that is like a C team defense for the 49ers. To be fair, that is still coming off last year being probably the best defense in the league. Um. Their offensive weapons are hurt. If they get healthy, if their O-line gets healthy, then I think the Eagles could be for real right now. But I think they're going to spend so much time with so many players on on IR that they're going to fall behind. I think the Eagles' advantage, they're going to fall behind from the rest of the league. However, the Eagles have the advantage of being in the worst division in football right now. Right. So, like, the Eagles are 1-2-1 and in leading the NFC East. And... Really, the only team I think that could challenge them is the Cowboys. Washington, on paper, not that good. Giants, definitely not that good. So, that's where the Eagles' strength comes from right now. Like, are could the Eagles make the playoffs? Yeah, probably, because they could win the NFC East, because somebody has to. Are they going to make a deep run in the playoffs? I don't think so. So, I'm saying fiction for the Eagles. So, like, if it stood today, right, I believe the Seahawks... Seahawks Packers would be the one and two seeds. The Buccaneers would be the three seed. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles would be the four seed. Which means that they would play the five seed, which, which currently would be, would be like the, the Bucks, Ra- the, Bears, or, or the Rams. Rams. Which are those three, there'd be five, six, seven. Well, no, the, bu- the, the, Bucks, are winning, no, the Bucks are winning this out. So it would be, it would be the Bears. I'm sorry, or, the Saints. It would be the Bears or the Rams. Yeah, it'd be the Bears or the Rams. Do you think that the Eagles have what it takes to beat one of those teams? I think they could beat the Bears. I don't think they could beat the Rams. Cool. I think okay. the Bears are, are kind of riding fluky games from three and one, and that's why they're currently the quote okay. unquote maybe five seed, as it currently stands. So yeah, I think they could beat the Bears. I don't think they could beat the Rams. Okay. I personally think they could beat the Rams just because I we have good history against the Rams. Okay. Aside from the fact that they tore Carson Wentz ACL, we we tend to beat them though. Yeah. So we should, I don't know why. You're like, could they beat the Rams? They literally didn't though. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna sit here and tell me that I'm wrong. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we gotta. We lost to the Rams, but we beat the Rams all in one set. Well, all in one thing, you know. Right. It was rough. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. I think we've talked about this a lot. Oh, I have to give you my honest opinion on the Eagles. I also think it's fiction, but I also think they're winning their division. Thank you. 
Yeah, I mean, the Colts. only team that uh, the only other team than the Eagles that could is the Cowboys. So yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington won it. Um, Colts. I'm. This is a very a very rough fact. Um, and that's just because I think the Colts have looked good the past three weeks. They looked rough week one, but I think the Colts have an identity now. Yes. Phillip Rivers is there to do enough, and the Colts' defense is really, really good. Um, they have an okay. Oh, they have a great O line actually. They have and they have okay offensive weapons, but their defense is really good. And given that yes. the Jaguars and the Texans are not heading in good directions right now, and that the Titans are a big question mark, the Colts could win the AFC South as it currently stands. And, yeah. So, I think the Colts. The cards are playing in their favor. But I, it could be the same situation as the Eagles. Like, sure, they win their the AFC South because somebody has to. Obviously, but do they make a deep playoff run? I don't know because as it currently stands, they—I mean—they would probably play like so out of out of the current the out of the current most likely division winners. I would say you have the Chiefs for sure. Probably the Ravens will end up winning the AFC North, right? And then either the right. Patriots or the Bills. So can they beat the Steelers or Browns? Or well, no, the Colts are probably going to be the four seed, right? If they win the South, right? Which means that they would play either the Bills or the Patriots. Can they beat either of them? I don't think so. Well, if you're the four seed, you're definitely running into the wild one of the wild card teams, which would be the Patriots. The Patriots are the Bills. Whoever doesn't win the East ultimately. Oh, right, that's true. So or potentially the Steelers. Potentially, and I, uh, I think the Colts could beat the Steelers, but I don't think they could beat the Patri- the Bills or the Patriots. So I, I guess maybe on the same logic, maybe the Colts are fiction, just based on the same logic the Eagles have. I have the, with the Eagles. Yeah, I think I I think that they're um that borderline. They're like right there. Yeah. They're fiction bordering fact, right? Yeah. They're they're a good team. I think their defense is phenomenal. Can they keep it up? Yeah, I'm, I I want to I want to say they're fact, but I can't justifiably do that after saying the Eagles are fiction. Thanks. Based Appreciate on the same logic. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's interesting. The Colts just uh, feel different from the Eagles, I guess. That's because they're winning football games. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And have a good defense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, uh, I want to give you mine on this one. Okay. First, if that's okay. I'm going to give them a, a surprisingly huge fact. They're probably going to finish third place in their division, but still snag a wild card spot. I don't even know I if, think, if like, they finish third. They could finish spot. second. They, they probably could, won't finish I think they're first. Gonna finish. They're definitely not going to finish. I don't think they'll finish first. If they finish first, I would be flabbergasted. Okay. I mean, as it currently but, stands in the NFL, obviously things could happen. Yeah, but of yeah, you never know. You never know. But like right now, as it seems, I don't see it happening. Right, if everyone stays yeah. healthy, no COVID, no nonsense, this is fine. I think the Browns though could win a first round playoff game. Like they'll end up being matched up potentially with like again, like could be like a Colts. Could be you the know? Colts. Could be the Bills or the uh, Patriots. Yeah, if it's the Patriots, I think they can win that game. Uh, nobody else really, but like they, I think they're they're better than people want to give. I specifically me want to give them credit for uh, the performance of the Cowboys. The Cowboys are playing kind of lousy football right now, but the performance of the Cowboys showed me that they they have some things that they can whip out and actually play football well. So I think again this week the week five is a test for them. I don't remember who they were playing. I think it was like someone. It was someone. I was the Browns played the Colts this week. To. It was the Colts. Yeah, I said they were going to lose this week, but it's a very winnable game for them. And if they win it, mm-hmm. they might show me that they're for real. I'm, I'm picking, than I, I think I'm picking the Browns their fact. I th- I like the Browns. Um, I I like the Browns last year, but obviously, like, 
I feel like the Browns got cursed by drama more than like bad football play last year. Yeah, because they had OBJ deal with, and then they and, had and, Baker. Yeah, and like I said with. at the beginning of the podcast, like like I think Kevin Stefanski has really added a lot of maturity into that locker room. And that's what they needed. And I think yeah, I think that's what they needed. So I, I like the Browns. Okay. So I'm saying they're uh, fact. Cool. I like it. This is this is this is fun. I'm enjoying this. I like this as well. Uh, Shy Town. Ooh, this is a good question. Um. I am going to say fiction. I would agree with you. I like, I mean, I will never, ever, ever doubt BDN, the main Neither man. Neither will I. Never in my life. Yeah, I, especially you. But, and I think he fits well with the Matt Nagy system, and I think the Bears' defense is good enough. But the NFC is just so competitive. Um, I mean, outside of the NFC East. Yeah, like, I think. As it currently stands, I don't see a reason why the Packers wouldn't win the North. I don't see a reason why the Bucks wouldn't win the South. I don't see a reason why the Seahawks wouldn't win the West. So you're looking at if the Bears make the playoffs, they're probably like a six or seven seed. Can they go on the road to to a a Bucks or a Seahawks or a or a Packers and win in a playoff game? I don't think so. Um, not only that, I don't even know if they're a playoff team. Like, because, sure, they're 3-1, and one, but for how long are they going to only have one loss? You know, like, the Saints mm-hmm. are there. The Niners are there. The Cardinals are there. Even the Panthers are there. Like, all at two wins. So, do the Bears even keep their playoff spot in the first place? I don't think so, as it currently stands. So, I'm saying the Bears are fiction. Okay. I would tend, I would actually agree with that. Um, I don't know if they're going to potentially make the playoffs even because that wild card spot might screw them, and the fact that the NFC East has a guaranteed playoff team might screw them as well. I don't even think the seventh seed will save them either because mm-hmm. the Saints are there, Panthers are literally a game behind them, the Rams are right there, I mean, and yeah, the Cardinals and Niners are. Seventy-five percent of the divisions in the NFC are super competitive right now. Exactly. Like they they genuinely like each of them, each of the South and West have three potential playoff teams right now. The West might even have four potential playoff teams right now. Uh, yeah, every team, every division in the NFC, aside from uh, as, as uh, their number one team in the division, has equal to or more wins than the entire NFC East. <laughs> Fun fact. Because four and zero, that's more. That's not true. Wins. The East technically the has have... the East technically have three and a half wins right now. <laughs> You're gonna sit here and tell me that I'm wrong. You're not, and that's why it's funny. Her sister was a witch. <laughs> she came down in a bubble. You're going to sit here All and right. tell me that I'm wrong? All right, give me L.A. L.A. Uh, Rams? Specifically the Ram version. The, the, the Ram variety? Um, yes. I'm picking fact. Uh, I like what really? The, I like what the Rams are doing offensively. I, okay. They're, I mean, the Rams have a very good run game right now to the point where I think their O-line is solid and their and their run game is great. And Jared Goff is looking immaculate off the play action. And the teams have to respect the run so much. Can the Rams yeah. play from behind was the big question. And then we saw the Bills game. Yeah. And yes, they can. So, I mean, I think Sean McVay is sticking to his offensive game plan. He's sticking to his offensive strength. The Rams defense is doing enough. They still have Jalen Ramsey, who's arguably the best corner in the league. They still have Aaron Donald, who's definitely the best defensive lineman in the league. 
So, like, the Rams' defense is good enough to keep them in games, and the Rams' offense is good enough to score points. So, I mean, the Seahawks, like I said, they're being carried by Russell Wilson right now. I don't know how far that's going to take them. I, I think the Seahawks need other pieces to really become contenders. The Rams could be, like, I'm saying, like, this is, a, a like, not a good chance, but could happen. I think the Rams could end up winning the West, as it currently stands, and taking that spot from the Seahawks, just because the Seahawks are missing pieces and the Rams feel a little bit more overall complete. Yeah. So I like the Rams. I really do. I think they're a front runner for a good, for a solid wild card spot, and I think they had the potential to go on the road and win in, like, a Philadelphia or, you know? I don't know. They don't know how to beat Philly, so unless they break their quarterback, which they still lost that game. So Yeah, dub's a dub. Scoreboard. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I like the Rams. I'm saying they're fact. Um, I'm going to go with – I have such a hard time believing the Rams. I really do. I really do. I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to say fiction. And the only reason they're doing so well is because the Niners are hurt. Or the only reason they look like they're doing well is because the Niners are hurt. I think the Niners would probably be, like, right above them. I mean, yeah, the the entire NFC West is super competitive, and the Rams definitely are benefited by the fact that the 49ers are beat up and the Cardinals are shaky. Yeah, so we'll see see how the rest of that goes. I think the Rams could easily lose all six games in their division. Yeah, I don't... But they also could also win all six games in their division. Yeah, the the NFC West is so close. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Fiction... Right now. Yeah. Tentative to change. They're like right there for me. Mm-hmm. 49ers. Are we talking the same scenario as the Rams? They're just hurt, right? Yeah, I'm, I think the Rams are more fiction than – or the 49ers are more fiction than the Rams, though. Really? Okay. I do. Um, I mean, the 49ers rode to victory off their running game and their defense last year. Like, Agreed. we talk about how, like, the defense is doing enough for these other teams. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo is doing enough for the 49ers. Like, that was their success last season. Yeah, and Joey Bosa was playing well. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, Solomon season. Thomas is out. Joey Bosa is out. Like, the, Sherman's currently hurt. Yeah, the 49ers' defense is bad, and that was the strength of their team last year. They're getting their offensive pieces back, but sure, they beat, and they beat a bad Giants and Jets team. They lost to the That's Cardinals, true. who are shaky. They lost to the Eagles, who we just got done saying were fiction. Yeah. I don't really have a reason to believe the 49ers wouldn't be fiction either. Yeah. Um, Which sucks, but the, uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Like, you, you asked me week one, no, the 49ers are for real. I don't care if they lost to the Cardinals. Right. But as it currently stands, I don't think the 49ers uh, – the 49ers could make a wild card. I don't think they're, I don't think they're in a position to make a deep playoff run, though. Okay. Which sucks because I had them going to the Super Bowl. I had them winning the Super Bowl. I had the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me uh, Dallas. Gosh. This is the last one on my list. I have one more potentially. Okay. Dallas is fiction. Okay. There is they, – they're a team that could very easily be 0-4 right now. Very much and should be because the Falcons – Falcons. And there's no reason why. Like, they lost to a Seahawks team that is better than the Cowboys for sure. But that game could have gone to the Cowboys just because, like I said, the Seahawks are not a complete team right now. That game could have gone to the Cowboys. And I think the Seahawks are better than the Cowboys. And the Seahawks on paper should have won that game. But 
that's still no excuse. Like, the Cowboys probably should have beat the Rams week one. Probably should have beat the... Like, they had no reason to lose to the Browns last week. Yeah. Like, they, but here, yeah. here they are sitting at one and three, and this is this is a team that I think realistically could be three and one to four and zero. Oh. And they should be four and oh, or four oh, oh and four. They should be yeah. Like and here they are being. They literally <laughs> they literally won the football game a uh, football game because the Falcons decided that recovering an onside kick was yeah. Option. Like the Cowboys the Cowboys could be three and one maybe four and zero. Oh. The Cowboys are one and three should be four and zero oh, oh and four. So right. yeah, I'm saying. The Cowboys need to do something to turn it around. There's, the Cowboys defense is good enough, the Cowboys offense is good enough that they shouldn't only have one win a quarter of the way through the season. We'll so see how it goes when we see the halfway point, because that's when I think we're going to play the game again. Yeah, but, at the halfway point, well, it might be a different story. But as it currently stands, I'm saying the Cowboys are fiction. I think they're very on the lowest spectrum of fiction. I think they're playing really bad football, and they shouldn't be playing this bad of football. Like I think they're probably the best one in three team. If they, if you know, if that makes them feel better, yeah, the Eagles aren't a one and three team. <laughs> <laughs> like I think they're better than the Lions. I think they're better than the Jags. I think they're better than the Broncos. I think they're better than the Chargers. I think they're better than the Dolphins. They're better than the Vikings. I did skip the Vikings. Okay, maybe they're the second best one and three team. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They could be better than the Vikings. I don't know. I think mean, that's the closest. That one's more of a that's toss-up, the closest yeah. one. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see at the halfway point, like if, if the Cowboys need to do something to turn it around, but as it currently stands today, the Cowboys are fiction. Yeah. And honestly, I could see them losing this, this coming week mm-hmm. too. Uh, they should in any game that they should win yeah. against the Giants. And I wouldn't be surprised if they decided to choke Danny Dimes. You never know. Uh, it's, it's I, the if the way. Cowboys lose this game to the Giants, like for sure, they need to hit the panic button and something needs to change. Yeah, and I think Dak's not getting re-signed at that point. They're going to be like, yeah, we're done. Also, they need I to figure out. I would love for that to happen. They need to get the ball. Why? So you can come to the Broncos? Yeah, I'd take him. Over Drew Locke? At this point, yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, okay. what's Dak's injury history? You're right. You got me there. I mean, how many playoff games has Drew Locke been to? You, you right. You like, there. yeah, like Drew, Lock, like maybe Drew Lock's ceiling is higher than Dax eventually, but I mean, minus injuries, I think the Broncos' defense and the Broncos' weapons, with like a couple more things and like a couple more pieces of the O line, the Broncos are contenders with a quarterback. And I, I think Dak could be. I think as it currently stands to win a championship right now, I would take Dak over Drew Lock. I wouldn't take Agreed. either of them if I had my choice, but I would take Dak over Drew Lock. Okay. Well, I think we're going to have more games like this in the future, probably like midway point. It'll be a little more helpful. Yes. And I'm going to catch you off guard all the time. Cool. I'm, I'm ready. Place. I'm ready to spit my knowledge at you. And I like it. Uh, well, that is us for week, uh, weeks three and four recap going to week five. We're not going to have two-hour podcasts for these anymore. I apologize that this was such a long one, but we had a lot to go over and a lot to cover. And yeah, we had two weeks uh, of recap. We had a week of predictions. And, and it's, it's, and some it's fun the stuff. quarter season carnival. We have to talk about the quarter season, what the NFL looks like. Exactly. And if anybody wanted to know what the predictions were like for week four, I went 11 and four. Uh, Eric went 10 and five. We obviously have only 15 games due to the Steelers and the Titans not playing. Oh, we also didn't say we, uh, we both took L's for the, for the uh, Bengals Eagles game. Yes. Cause I think we both, we, I think we both said the Eagles win that game, but they didn't. 
And so, it was a double tie. Yeah, it was a tie. So, yeah, we, we said we both lose that one. Yeah. Uh, I have consistently gotten four wrong three straight weeks. I thought that was hilarious. Um, and you consistently got ten right back-to-back weeks. Look at that. Let's let's go. All right. I'm cracked, well, except that I'm two games behind now. Uh, yeah, you are two games behind. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Not me, that's for sure. I definitely <laughs> well, dude, welcome, like, to we the went... N- welcome to the NFL. Like You you could throw darts at a dartboard and, and probably make excellent predictions. What's that right. bit in South Park where they're just like, this bank needs another bailout, and they cut the head off of a chicken and throw it into like a, a little arena where, it, depending on where it stops, that's what they do. And some dude just plays a kazoo. Like, you could pick NFL games that way. It's true. I mean, it's that easy. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll be back here next Thursday for our week five recap and week six predictions. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun with the next couple of weeks. I think there's some really fun matchups going on. Uh, be really, really watching that Colts-Browns game this week. I think that's the most interesting. One and the Eagles Steelers has potential to be very interesting. Yeah, um, I'm I'm inclined to agree. Colts Browns is really the game of the week. I think. In my opinion, I think tomorrow's game is going to be really fun too. Bucks Bears. Yes, it's going to be fun. I don't know how entertaining it's going to be, but it's going to be fun. That's for sure. I think the Bears have a chance to win this game, but I think Tom Brady steps up and does his thing. And the Bears are proven as frauds. Anyway, let's get out of here. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening and not watching because you can't watch a voice thank you have a great rest of your guys night day evening afternoon whatever you're doing have a good one uh any other closing remarks from eric dude let's just hope the eagles and the broncos because it's not looking good for us on paper let's hope the eagles and the broncos get another dub this week okay hold on it's not looking good for you on paper what are you we talking are about a, we're winning a division right now i don't know if you knew this i don't know if you knew this or not but the steelers are undefeated I don't see yeah, you want to know what's crazy? We both got our first win this week, and the Broncos are probably still the worst team in the AFC West, and the Eagles are winning the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the circumstances. Right, the NFL is crazy. wild. Well, and you know what sucks is that the Eagles are probably going to lose it this week. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to exactly. Like, if the Giants win, that's just, just icing on the cake for the Eagles winning, having the division lead with three losses. God, and a win. That's be, just that great. would be funny. I would I would cry laughing if that happens. Yeah, I'm telling you, the Eagles are gonna win the division strictly because they have a tie, and no one else does. If they do, I'd be impressed. Eight seven and one is my prediction for the winning record. Let's go! I it's a winning record. It's a winning no, record. Real, no, it, with the tie, they could realistically win the division at six nine and one, which I think America's rooting for. That's the wave, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to put the cowboy, keep the cowboys at bay. Yeah, that's all. Uh, don't worry. I think the Cowboys are keeping the Cowboys at bay. <laughs> I think we have to win both Cowboys game and like lose everything else. Or just win the last five division games and lose everything else. GG. Well played. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Appreciate all of you guys. Have a great rest of your day and enjoy the Bears Broncos game. That's uh, Bears Buccaneers game that's going on later today. Have a good one. Catch you guys next week. Uh, this is Dave and Eric signing off. See ya. From behind the place. Don't forget to like and follow all the socials. Peace out.